1: Friday, Bonehead of the Week. (laughs) You already know who it is. Of course, there were as many candidates this week that could have been the Bonehead of the Week. Welcome, Friday. Welcome, welcome around the world, audience, to the Tony Michaels podcast. I am the Tony Michaels, as you know. Every single weekday, Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, as long as Twitter is still around. And also simulcasting from the Midas Touch Facebook page and my Facebook page as well. So there's all kinds of places you can watch it. You can also download it on all your favorite directories. But today is Friday, and as you know, Friday is our favorite day. Because in the second hour of the show, we do Bonehead of the Week. Everyone's excited about Bonehead. Everyone know who is the biggest Bonehead this week. Isn't it obvious? He lost his party, and he lost his fucking mind. I don't mean to give it away, but goddamn, how could this not be the Bonehead of the Century? I mean, really, honestly, what... What do you want from me? I didn't do this. I didn't do this to us. I think it's kind of funny, though. Did you? Did you? Now, if you don't have a true social account, you didn't go over to true social, obviously. But did you see the screenshots from the Cheeto dust and Honor Grandpa shitting his diaper last night? Oh, my God. Absolutely fucking losing his mind right out in the open. Like, for everyone to see how crazy this some bitch is. Can you believe that that motherfucker was President of the United States? That he was one one code away from launching nuclear war? Holy fuck! This guy is not only just unstable and unhinged, he is unfit and unqualified to even be on social media. I mean, I've had a lot of shit, fucking crazy trolls in my life. And some some people say some crazy shit online. Crazy shit. But they don't normally say shit like they interfered in an election in 2018. Like they don't normally say that kind of shit. Especially when what they're saying about... In, Election interference could possibly be real. Now, this is the thing, really, about this. Um, I don't know if you know, and we'll probably show him here today. Um, obviously, yeah, we always get a trudge through the nonsense. It's hilarious, though. This is this is funny shit. I don't. I mean, you know, a lot of people are like this is dangerous, and I real. I mean, dangerous to who? To to Grandpa? I mean, really, honestly, he's putting himself at risk here. Not just not just to absolutely alienate himself from all the the entire party, but all of his supporters, because he's supposed to announce that he's going to run, and he was going to do it next Friday. Now he's going to do it Tuesday or some shit. I don't don't know. Is he going to do it? Isn't he going to do it? I want the motherfucker to run. That's what I want. It'll absolutely destroy him, and it'll absolutely destroy the Republican Party. Don't stop, please. I mean, while this party is on the ground crying, we need to make sure that they're kicking each other because that's what this is. This isn't this is not a situation where it damages democracy for Ron DeSantis and and Donald Trump to try to figure out who's the king of the idiots. I mean, that's really what they're fucking arguing over is who is the king of the minority of votes in this country. That is literally what they're arguing over. They're going to rip each other apart, tear each other apart, destroy any kind of political capital that they may have gained from this midterm, which is absolute zero. The only person that really has any political capital here is Ron DeSantis because he gerrymandered Florida. Good on you, buddy. And he's going to destroy that by going to battle with Donald Trump. When he should have just been the bootlicker he's been the whole time. If Ron DeSantis would have came out and declared victory and said it was all Donald Trump's doing and he has to thank Donald Trump only for this. I mean, this wouldn't be happening. This wouldn't be happening because that's really if you look at the midterm, that's really the only big win that they had. I mean, yeah, they won the the, the seat in Ohio and, and Greg Abbott won in Texas. But their biggest victory overall was the state of Florida. That was one of their biggest victories. Everywhere else, they fucking lost. And really, it looks like the the scenario that I laid out yesterday, where it could come down to house control to one race, which is Lauren Boebert. Whether she wins or she loses. And that's what it could come down to here. I, I mean that's what we're going to find out. I mean, it's going to take a little bit. Jesus Christ, I don't know why it takes some of these states so fucking long to count. We talked about that yesterday. But they're going to burn each other to the ground because they lost. They didn't win the midterm. This this fucking nonsense where they're like, oh, well, Republicans could win the House. You're talking by one vote. Even if the Republicans win the House, you're talking by one vote, one. You're not even going to be able to get impeachment on the floor, you dumb motherfuckers. The best thing you're going to do is talk about Hunter Biden's laptop for two years as committee chairs. And you're going to destroy the institution of our Congress. And everyone's going to see it play out plain as day. And you're not going to get shit done. And it's all going to be blamed on you. What are you talking about? That's why we carry the message now. We carry the fucking water of the message in the country. Not these fucking idiots. They've done so well the last several cycles, but the last two cycles, the pro-democracy people in this country really have carried the water of the narrative. Fuck them. And Donald Trump is losing his fucking mind because not only was he counting on this delusional red wave. It was delusional, just like everything else. Fucking delusional that this country was going to vote for people to take away their rights. What the fuck are you thinking? That's not they had no platform other than we want to take your rights away. And then as soon as Gen Z votes them the fuck out and make sure to secure democracy, they're like, oh, we're going to take Gen Z's right away from them to vote. Oh yeah, good idea. Good idea. Way way to really lean into the whole reason why you lost. And that's what Trump is doing. That's what they do. This is their MO because they have no ideas. None. What's a good idea they got? Name it. I bet fake Gabe couldn't even tell me how many fucking good ideas they got. Not a goddamn single one. Not a fucking one. Do they have a good idea? They'd be like... Oh, I'm Jim Jordan, and real America hates high gas prices. Yes, okay. What are you going to do about it, Jim? I don't report sex crimes, Jordan. What are you going to fucking do about it, buddy? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. What's Hershel Walker going to do about gas prices? Talk about how the Chinese air is dirty and we're giving them our clean air? What the fuck are you talking about? Listen, listen, The only political capital that they gained on Tuesday was in Florida with Ron DeSantis. And that's what Trump is trying to do is steal back his political capital that he was supposed to gain. And he got nothing, nothing. That's what politics is driven on is political capital. And you spend it. You you have to gain it and then you spend it. Biden spent his political capital on things like the PAC Act. Speaking of uh, veterans, happy Veterans Day to all you veterans out there, especially the ones that are super pissed off that Republicans did their damnedest to get rid of the PAC Act. Joe Biden spent his 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 political capital on the PAC Act. He spent it on the infrastructure bill. He spent it on the CHIPS Act on and on and on, on we could go. The, the very first thing that he spent his political capital on was the coronavirus relief that no Republicans voted for. That's what Joe Biden's spending his political capital on. That's what the Democrats are spending their political capital on, is stuff that's going to help America. Ron DeSantis and the Republicans are spending their political capital on, oh, there might be people that we don't want to have wieners have wieners. They're crazy. This Matt Walsh, Ben Shapiro. Did you see the video of Nick Fuentes saying they want a dictator? They want a dictator because they can't tell women what to do. Then they need to have a dictator to tell women what to do. I'm not fucking shitting you. I'm going to show you the clip. And this is their fucking God. This is the guy that Marjorie Taylor Greene went and hung out with, went to his conference, went to spoke, speak to his supporters at the America First Pack. They're a bunch of fucking Nazis. And they lost because of it. And the head Cheeto Dust QAnoner Honor himself is is scrounging for political capital to announce. It's what he's doing. He ain't got a choice. He thought he was gonna have a huge red tsunami. That's what they believed. <laughs> Delusional as shit. I, I was one of the only fucking ones, and you people know it. I was one of the only ones that said we were going to fuck. There's no fucking way they're going to vote them in. No fucking way. And all the rest of the pundits, fucking TYT, David Patman, every MSNBC, CNN, every one of these motherfuckers said that the Republicans were going to win. Every fucking one of them said they were going to win. What I say, what I say. And it wasn't just my faith in the American people. It's because the American people don't put up with fucking people taking their shit away from them. Especially their fucking rights. You just don't do that type of shit to us. It's not a thing you do. Especially running on it. Telling us what fucking books our kids can read telling us telling us what what crt is and what it isn't telling women they don't have the privacy of their medical decisions inside their doctor's office when it comes to their fucking life depending on it yeah i think that's probably a bad platform and it paid it paid nothing for them there was no dividends for them none Because now the political capital that they did have, they're fucking fighting over every single little last ounce of it. And it is it is highly, highly probable that the Democrats, because Lauren Boebert loses her seat in Colorado, that Nancy Pelosi is still the Speaker of the House. Imagine. Imagine how much political capital they're going to have if that's how the votes fall. It's going to be incredible. And it's because of you. It's because of you. Because you engage in your democracy. You did what you're supposed to do. You did your civic fucking duty. And that's how it works. That is exactly how it works. And yeah, I get there's some questions about voting and how long is it taking and some in this county, some in that county. We're going to work that out, folks. We're going to work all of that out. We got this. In this election, we saved ourselves from these shitboxes. And once this is done, right, we get finished counting and they certify the vote. They seat these these members of Congress, the Senate, the governors that we won. Really fucking important. The governorships that we won. I don't know how I don't know how much I can stress this Shapiro in Pennsylvania, Whitmer in Michigan. And if if Katie Hobbs can pull this out, which it looks like she may do in Arizona, those three states are the fucking are the signatures to stop fucking fake ass electors in the next presidential election. Those governors are the ones who sign those state electors, and they have to be legitimate now because there's level-headed people fucking running those states, not some fucking election denier. Insurrectionist. Nope. These are important things that we did. And we won. That's why they're pissed. That's why Donald Trump's fucking trying to steal away political capital from DeSantis because that's the only place that it lies, with DeSantis. Their party's over. It's over. What are they going to do? I hope, I hope next week Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis announce. Fuck, let them both do it. Hells to the yeah. Hell, what's let's, let's, let's get them in a fucking boxing ring. Let's do that. I don't give a shit. Hell, I change the fucking primary laws to where they got to fucking beat each other's brains out. I'm good with that. Now, I do want to go back to <laughs> this thing about the FBI agents and the Department of Justice for a minute. The US, United States Attorney. In this fucking post on Fraud Social, the Cheeto Dust Q and Honor, which I, I've changed from calling him the Cheeto Dust Mobster to the Cheeto Dust Q and Honor. Have you noticed that? That's because... This illusion that he was a mobster was always an illusion, but now there's no illusion that he's a honor So we're gonna change the name. The Cheeto dust honor goes on a rampage. I mean a fucking rampage. And he's just I, I don't know if he was on the toilet the whole time. What the fuck happened? But this guy would not shut up on fraud social so much so that he had he he actually typed out that he committed a crime. Now Here's the problem, and and I've said this in in the last couple weeks, too, that you can't believe a single fucking thing that comes out of this guy's mouth, right? I mean, he's always projecting, and he's always admitting things, you know, basically telling you where the crime lies. But something makes me think that this is all bullshit, that he's just full of fucking shit. He never sent nobody nowhere to save Ron DeSantis. Now, if it is true— Holy fuck. That's in, that's insanity. That's insanity. Not not that it, I mean it's insane that he would do that, but it's insane that he would type that shit out and post it for the world to see. It's insanity. But that's where we're at. But I I have a hard time believing anything this motherfucker says, like anything. Anything. Even if he told me he his hair was a wig and he's been he's been wearing a wig this entire time. And he told me, nope. I put on a shit ton of makeup and I'm not this tall. I wear lifts. I I would be like, whoa, wait a second. I believe this whole time. I mean, literally, it would it would make my mind think that he was lying because that's what he does. He fucking he just lies. He just fucking lies and lies and lies. Now, here's what I actually think it is. Here's what I think we're going to find out when. Especially when these investigative journalists get a hold of this, because when they get a hold of this, they're going to try to dig deep of where this was. Now, whether the Department of Justice actually investigates themselves or not, because that's what they would be doing. Think about it. What he's saying is, is the president, as the president of the United States, he directed the FBI and the United States attorney. the, The Department of Justice, as it as it is part of the executive branch, he he fucking directed them to interfere in an election. And to stop counting or whatever it was that he really claimed. It's kind of unclear exactly what he's claiming. But if these investigative journalists get a hold of this, here's what I believe that it is. (laughs) I think there's little kernels of truth in what he what he typed in that statement where he's admitting that he committed crime, right? And I think the truth of it is he wanted to commit crime, right? He wanted He wanted to commit crime. He didn't... (laughs) He wasn't successful. I mean, he he fucking fails at everything. This guy's a fucking loser. I mean, just grade A loser. (laughs) Everything Trump touches turns to liquid shit. What do you want from me? I, I don't control these things. But I believe the kernel of truth is that he wanted to commit crime. He just couldn't get the crime off the ground there in Florida to do what he wanted and, and it just so happened it happened to be the way that he wanted it to be anyways right so i i'm not really sure and I, I know we'll we'll know this in the days to come probably sometime over the weekend we'll get some more reporting on this guy fucking admitting that he committed election interference in 2018 holy fuck but i will say i will say that beyond beyond that. um, statement where he's admitting that he possibly committed uh, felonies, probably, um, in election interference. Dude, dude is isolated. Dude is not feeling well. And I don't know if um, he ran out of medication or what the problem is, but he's in big trouble, really big fucking trouble. And he's not very politically savvy. He's not. I mean, everyone's like, oh, he won 2016. Yeah, he won by technicality. He lost by 3 million votes. He got destroyed in the 2008 midterms. He lost by 8 million votes in 2020. There was supposed to be this big red wave this week in this midterm. And there wasn't at all. And it's because of him. He sucks at politics, folks. He sucks at politics worse than he sucks at Trump Stakes and Trump University. That is how bad he is at this. And he can't figure out whether he's going to run or not. And he's really trying to get anybody, anybody to tell him that he should run. Some rando on fraud social some pundit on tv i mean fuck he was attacking fox news he's attacking yunkin this morning the governor of virginia attacking yunkin calling him chinese or some shit i'm not kidding you this guy whew, some people say he's lost his marbles but i say and i've said it before they the marbles packed their shit and they fucking left they were tired of that shit get your get your shit daddy we're out of here I am I'm, I'm serious. He called Yunkin Chinese or some shit this morning. I don't know. I don't know what it even fucking means. It might it might be an inside joke. I don't know. There's another story out there in the Rolling Stones that he's got that he's got dirt on DeSantis. Now, rather that dirt is maybe, hey, we, we committed election interference. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's it. But even Rolling Stone won't print that shit. It's so crazy. He's lost his mind. It's gone. And he's he's not tethered to reality. The good news is, motherfucker lost all over the country. He has no power. No power at all. Other than he can announce that he runs. And I don't even know if that's going to go over that well. That might go over like a wet fart and a white thong. That's why I want him to announce. Let's do it, bitch. Do it, you fucking pussy. Announce. I'm here for it. And you're here every single weekday for two full hours, Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific, on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Do not forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel while you're here. You can vote for Bonehead of the Week. And it's Friday, it's Friday, Bonehead of the Week in the second hour. My co-host and executive producer, Gabe Sanchez, will join us where you vote, you decide who is the bonehead of the week, and we break it down every single Friday. If you want to vote, you can vote on YouTube. You can also vote on Twitter, as long as Twitter is still alive. Go to at Tony Michaels Pod at Tony Michaels Pod. You can vote there as long as Elon doesn't crash that motherfucker. You can also download every single episode of the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google. You can download Bone End of the Week in and of itself on Sundays, too. Did you know that? Just the Bone End of the Week on Sundays while you're subscribing on your favorite directory. Make sure to leave us a great review while you're there. And if you're over on the books of face... On the Midas Touch Facebook page, if you can hear my voice, go at the Tony Michaels at the Tony Michaels and follow us on Facebook. And you know what? A lot of people like the Twitch chat too. Go over and follow us on Twitch. It's a simple app. You download it. It's free, and I don't get paid anything to download the app or whatever. And I I don't really I don't really know Twitch that well. We broadcast over there. There's a lot of people that watch over there. Hundreds of people watch over on Twitch because they like the the chat. It's a, it's a little different than the YouTube chat, but everyone everyone seems to like the YouTube chat too. And you guys are here every single every single day. You're engaged. You're leaning into your democracy. I'm excited to see it. I'm happy to see it. I'm so proud of every single person in this country that got out and voted. It's super important that we do what democracies do best: have our voices heard. That's the most important thing. That's the most important thing. And when we come back, we're gonna go through the shit list roundup I have a few I have a few videos I want to show you um the one being Nick Fuentes, but I also want to talk to Gabe Sanchez about a little conversation we had with a bunch of right wingers on Twitter spaces last night. And I don't know if any of you guys caught this, but we were we we ended up in a Twitter space with a bunch of right wingers. Oh boy, was it a delight and I hope I get to go back. They probably won't have me back though, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> They probably won't have me back. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. But you will have me back. And the reason why is because you are our support and we run on your support. If you would like to support us with a little tip, because we don't do the Super Chat here on YouTube anymore. But if you'd like to do a little tip, go to TonyMichaels.Live. TonyMichaels.Live. You can leave a one-time tip in the tip jar there, or you can set it up monthly. We appreciate all your support. A lot of people are talking about this shirt, though. Since Ron DeSantis won, you can go to store.thetonymichaels.com, store.thetonymichaels.com. You can pick up your Ron DeSantis Can Go Fuck Himself merch. Ron DeSantis can definitely, definitely, definitely go fuck himself. So go pick up this great merch today that also is support. But more than anything, stay tuned, stay here watching, stay engaged. Share this link. With your family, your friends, especially Uncle Earl. Because I know his maga tears, your Uncle Earl, his maga tears at Thanksgiving. It's going to go so well with the turkey. Everyone, stick around. We'll be right back right after these messages.
0: What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's a rhetorical question at best. We'll be right back on the Tony Michaels podcast.
2: Fellow patriots, what would you do if there was a Trump supporter right in front of you, crying in pain because they have to live under communist tyranny? We know what you would do. You'd reach out and give that true American a hand. Now, here's your chance. For only $50 a day, you can help us help those true Americans recover from Biden's socialist reign of terror. These are those Trump supporters, and this is that moment. Send your donation via Venmo to the real president, Donald J. Trump. It's only $50 a day, <clears throat> recurring, and it means you'll get these Trump supporters the critical help they so desperately need to survive under this false regime. Please donate now, because those Trump supporters you just saw can't wait another moment. Fuck 'em, fuck em.
0: Fuck em. fuck em. Fuck, em. fuck 'em. We're back to the Tony Michaels podcast.
1: Welcome back to the show. A break. It's Friday. What are you guys doing for the weekend? I'm gonna go celebrate? All the MAGA tears you see out there, you're going to go <laughs> bottle them up and drink them. That's what I think I'm going to do. Oh, boy, I'm going to get drunk on MAGA tears all weekend. Wasted, wasted. Oh, it's so beautiful, isn't it? You know, the, the, <laughs> the best part about the whole thing is that they're like, oh, we didn't actually lose. The Republicans are going to take the house. Well, you're not sure of that yet. We'll see how this Lauren Bobert race turns out there. You fucking poop but they really, they really are struggling because they're like, well, JD Vance, you won one, you you won one, and you kept the seat, you didn't flip a seat, and then the same thing in Florida, like yeah, well, Florida, like yeah, well, they gerrymandered the fuck out of that some bitch, and and you didn't flip anything down there, like you didn't make blue to red. Like it wasn't a red wave where you made blue. It was already fucking a hellscape. <laughs> you a Greg Abbott better or lost. Okay? Again, you didn't flip anything. Nothing that you flipped. You really didn't get it going. I mean, they they flipped I think uh, 14 seats. I believe is what they flipped in the house, right? 14. 14. Democrats have flipped nine. That's not a red wave. If Democrats are flipping almost as many seats as you're flipping, that means you didn't win. You fucking lost. And that's, and the reason why they're so pissed off is because they did lose. And what they really, truly lost, what we took from them, and I don't mean to Brush my own shoulders, but we took the fucking narrative away from these son of a bitches. We took the fucking narrative away from him. For instance, last night in this Twitter space, oh, it was fantastic. What happened was is Gabe Sanchez, you know, him and Christian Walker, Herschel's son, have this uh, <laughs> this virtual roommate thing going on. Um, Gabe Sanchez is blocked by Christian Walker, right? He's blo- Christian has blocked him from all social media. Because Gabe Sanchez has made some videos and, you know, Snowflake's going to Snowflake type shit. Well, yesterday when Gabe Sanchez was putting up the bonehead of the week poll on Twitter, because Gabe Sanchez is the one who puts the poll up on Twitter. So when you see that poll come up on Twitter, that's the work of my co-host, Gabe Sanchez. He noticed, he noticed as he was logged in. As the podcast account, he noticed that Christian Walker was in a live. So he's like, oh, fuck. So he sent it to me. I'm like, I got to get in this motherfucker. And they were whining and crying in this this Twitter space. Not a live, sorry. Instagram is live. Twitter is spaces. You know, who knows what Twitter will be here in the next week or two. But right now, the live component of the audio is called Twitter spaces. So they were in a space. Quote. So we went in the space and they pulled up Gabe Sanchez first, thinking he was me because Gabe was under the podcast account. I went in as my account. <laughs> and then we started talking to these chuckleheads and they did not. They fu- Oh, they were fucking pissed. They were pissed that I used the word fascist. They fucking hate that word. Oh my God. They hate that word. They fucking hate being called Nazis. So you know what you should do? You should continue every day, every single moment, calling them fascists and Nazis. They fuck. I mean, they protest. That's too much. Way too much. They protest over that word. They were focused on it. They were asking me if Mao, Pol Pot, if if Stalin was a fascist. I'm like, what does this have to do anything with you people being fascists? (laughs) And then the best part is they went into book banning. Because I said that, you know, Ron DeSantis, he's a fascist. He wants to ban books down in Florida, right? We all know this. He's trying to ban book fairs, not just books, book fairs at schools. I don't know if you've been to a children's book fair where there's scholastic books, but they're not selling porno mags at the scholastic book fair, you fucking fascist. So anyways, we get around... To this book banning thing. Of course, they get on the topic. They brought it up. Of To Kill a Mockingbird. And The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Of course, I kept calling it Huckleberry Finn. And they kept correcting me. You know. it's, It's a thing that these people do. Where they think they're smarter. Than you are. So I tried to talk which they kept cutting my mic. You know, these are the free speech motherfuckers. They kept cutting my mic off. Every time I make a point, they cut my mic off, cut my mic off, cut my mic off. But when <laughs> when I asked them what books they wanted to ban, they had a whole fucking list, people. I mean, they had a whole list. But then they got really fucking upset because I was like, "See, I told you you wanted to ban books." No, 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 it's not a ban. So then they tried to change the word. It was, it was, it was um very, very great entertainment last night. This it was fantastic. Now, how it all came to a close is very interesting to me. Um, and the reason why is because I, I didn't know who these people were. I, I had no idea really. I, I mean, we knew who Christian was. He actually left the room before we got to speak, unfortunately, because I know I would have liked to ask him about um the race in georgia I, I would have really liked to do that that's the reason why i, I kind of went there in the first place but here's the thing <laughs> is that at the at the very end i brought up nick fuentes i brought up nick fuentes because these people before they let us speak they were talking about turning points usa which if you know if you i know you guys have been here on the show so you know who turning points usa is it's charlie kirk right They were talking about what Turning Points USA event they're going to go to and all this shit. Yeah, that's who these people are. But I brought up Nick Fuentes and they're like, oh, we know who Nick is, blah, 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 you know. And I brought up the fact of what he said about dictatorship. And why we need a dictator in this country. What he said that fucking day yesterday. They blew that off. And then I get, cause these people couldn't stop talking about genitalia. I'm telling you, they're fucking obsessed with it. It's fucking weird. They can't stop thinking about it. It is their entire political personality right now. The, the entirety, I mean, almost 95% of their entire political argument has to do with people, other people, not theirs, other people's genitalia. It's fucking weird. And I kept, I kept bringing that up. They kept bringing up dicks and wieners. I'm not shitting you. They kept talking about it. The the one when she was talking about banning books was talking about jacking wieners and and jerking off and all kinds of crazy shit. Her mind couldn't think about anything else. And I kept bringing up that that's what they were doing. And as soon as I mentioned Matt Walsh, (laughs) you know, Matt Walsh is, oh, you know, if you watch this show, you fucking definitely know who Matt Walsh is. As soon as I bring up Matt Walsh, I mean immediately, and I start talking about how that fucking, that, that sick pedophile is obsessed with marrying young women, getting young women pregnant. He can't stop thinking about children's genitalia. He can't stop thinking about genitalia being mutilated. This guy's got a problem. They fucking booted me. They kicked me out of the room. As soon as I went after their, their genitalia overlord, it was something else, folks. It was something else. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the thing that got him pissed off the most was two things. Two things got him pissed off the most. And this is what you need to lean into. This is the reason why I'm telling you this story is because we control the fucking narrative, not them. We are the fucking majority, not them. We are the ones who get to control the the narrative about them. They do not get to tell us who we are. Because they kept saying that shit. Oh, well, you wanna you wanna do this and you wanna do that to children. I'm like, what the your party and your party this and your party that? What the fuck are you talking about, man? I don't want to take consent away from parents. You're talking about taking consent away from parents. You are. You're wanting to tell parents what they can and can't do with their fucking children, what books they can have their children read. You're the ones who are trying to control people. And that was the point of the Nick Fuentes clip that I brought up. And then I brought up the Matt Walsh stuff. And that really pissed him off when I, when I called Matt Walsh a pedophile. I mean, I don't know if he is or not, but fuck Matt, you got, you got some weird shit going on when all you can fucking talk about is impregnating teenage girls and concentrating on other people's genitalia, especially children's. It's fucking weird shit. And we control that narrative. We do. They don't get to fucking hate without being held accountable for it, folks. They do not get to hate without being held accountable. And we must hold them accountable. We did on Tuesday, and we're going to continue right here on this show. We're going to continue. I've got a guest on Monday. I, I was supposed to get Dr. Rachel Bitikoff on today. Um, again, she's just so busy. With everything going on, trying to finish up these countings with these elections and helping some of these uh, these places um, get everything straight. So Rachel, Dr. Rachel Biddecoffer is very busy. I think she's going to come on on Monday. So I'll have her on Monday. I also have uh, the serfs on Monday. You guys know the serfs? We're, we, we're going to have them on um, and talk about this Matt Walsh stuff because they've done extended research into not just matt walsh himself but also the documentary that he did where it's a transphobic documentary where matt walsh can't figure out what a woman is so he's got to run around the entire fucking country the entire world trying to figure out what a woman is because he can't fucking figure it out so we're gonna have them on the show but as soon as i brought up matt walsh these right-wingers booted me from that twitter space oh my god fucking snowflakes kicked me and i was like look i i enjoyed this this was fun this was fun watching you guys lose your mind when i say the word fascist i mean i say it i use to say the fucking word and they just go berserk i mean they're ah you motherfucker what's a fascist and then the, (laughs) the other thing that they do is they're like define fascism so you dust off the old dictionary and give them the definition. They're like, that's not the definition. I'm like, you didn't define it. I'm like, I told you the fucking definition. What do you want from me? I don't know what you want from me. I told you what the fucking definition is. I told you what I think it is. Woo. They're insane. They're insane. And let's let's go to some insane shit on the shit list roundup. While Twitter still exists, let's round up the Tweety Tweets and the trendy trends. Start the countdown. Get list. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. We have reached the part where we round up all the Tweety Tweets and Trendy Trends. Here is, um, I found this on True Social. Now, everyone has been talking about uh, Donald Trump losing his mind on True Social, where he's uh, admitting to federal crimes, election interference, and he's going after the new party leader, Ron DeSantis, because Ron DeSantis appears to be the new party leader. The Triumph. Um, but this one I found very interesting. Now, this is just one of many that I pulled. Right. And this is more important than the fucking the tweets or tr- truths, whatever they're called, on fraud social over there. This this is way more important. This is why they fucking lost on Tuesday. OK, this is fucking why. Because they're absolutely batshit crazy. And this guy is the Cheeto dust QAnoner here. And I said, Republicans trying to figure out why their red wave shit the bed. This is a post from an account over on uh, Fraud Social at God underscore bless underscore Trump. I'm not shitting you. That's real. And you can see here, it says Donald J. Trump retruthed. which that doesn't even make sense. It should just be like repost. I don't know what the fuck. This true stuff is really stupid. Um, I obviously. Let me let me see if I can pull this up better here. There we go. Okay, so if you look at it here, this is what this is, it's just an image. This account at God bless trump um posted just an image. It's a meme. And it says the storm is coming, of course. And down here at the bottom, it's hard to see, but it says WWG1. WGA, which is where we go One, we go all, that's the QAnon Fucking Right, that's the QAnon Oath or code or whatever the Fuck it is, and the storm is coming Is their little thing that they think I, I don't know, maybe it wasn't A red wave, and it was supposed to be a Storm and they got the The, the uh, forecast wrong I don't know, there's also a 17 down here in the corner, I'm sure That fucking means some kind of QAnon shit I don't know though I have no idea. The best thing is he's looking up in the sky, right? But look here. Look right here. There's a there's a Q. <laughs> and the Republicans are on Fox News, OAN, Newsmax. They're all over the fucking universe trying to fucking figure out why they lost. On on Steve Bannon's show, on Charlie Kurt's show, Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh, they can't fucking figure it out. Look, motherfuckers, this is why they lost. Right here. This guy is full on QAnon. And we watched the clip from election night, from Tuesday, the midterm, where Donald Trump says, and I think it was News News Nation. I'm not sure what this station is. I don't know if it's, it's probably going to turn out to be another Trader News Network. Anyways. Because they had Donald Trump on. But anyways, um, he was on the News Nation, and um, he said out loud that if his candidates win, he gets all the credit. If they lose, it's all on them. Right? He's not to be blamed for anything. And again, this goes back to the political capital thing I was talking about earlier, where he's got to add political capital, and he doesn't have it. But this is where he's spending it. It's right here in this stupid fucking meme where he's reposting QAnon memes of himself. He believes this shit. He believes this garbage. And his supporters, because their minds are so fucking hypnotized by his dumb ass, they're deluded by it. And the rest of America is fucking sick and tired of it. There's no better race to look to than uh, the Shapiro-Mastriano race. That race alone is one race you can look to and go, holy fuck. Mastriano was full QAnon. Full fucking QAnon. We showed the video uh, last week of him and his wife at a press conference where they were talking about Jewish people and going back to Israel and all kinds of crazy shit. Full on fucking QAnon. And he got his ass handed to him. Now, J.D. Vance, not a a little bit. uh, He played around, played footsie with the QAnon stuff. And Tim Ryan had a, a difficult time really pinning him down as QAnon. Mastriano, full QAnon, lost. J.D. Vance, not so much QAnon, didn't lose. Carrie Lake, holy fuck. She's the queen of the QAnoners, frankly. Looks like she's going to get beat by Katie Hobbs, who, you know, love, hate Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs did not run a good race, folks. She did not. I didn't say that into a microphone at the time because I didn't want to get you guys discouraged, but Katie Hobbs did not run a good race. And I don't know how good a governor she'll be, but I do know one thing. She's going to be a hell of a lot better governor than Carrie Lake could ever dream of if she just fucking shows up two days a week. Because of this QAnon stuff. This is why this country voted these people down and and said, no, we're not going to have the crazy. We don't want... The fucking crazy. That is why they didn't have a red wave. They are plagued by this. It is a fucking disease. Liz Cheney even said it in the January select hearings. That it is a fucking disease that has riddled their party with a complete mindfuck. And the country knows it. The country knows it. They know it. Gen Z knows it. Women know it. And if you're going to give power to people who are completely delusional, especially people who are hellbent on taking away your fucking rights, it's not going to go well. So the country said no. And that is why, that is why this morning, this guy is losing his fucking mind. That's why there was no red wave. That's why it is a possibility, even to this moment, that the, the Democrats will still take the House by one seat. With the Colorado qanon losing herself, Lauren Bobert. It's not complicated to understand. It really isn't. But I wanted to show you guys that. Again, everyone was posting where he was freaking out, right? Where he's just fucking freaking out. But really, that doesn't tell the story. That's just the result of what happened, right? To know what actually happened, you got to go down and look at his other fucking post. Because he truly truly is um on the same wavelength as genie Thomas and believes every single bit of this Q stuff here is um we, we're gonna have one race there's a runoff um and it it, it happens immediately because this uh, election is gonna happen very quickly in the runoff in Georgia in a Senate race if if uh if no one receives at least 50 percent it automatically goes to a runoff to the top two which obviously are uh, Warnock, who got the majority of the votes, and Herschel Walker, which Herschel Walker is going to lose this badly. But, but this clip here is hilarious. Um, it is funnier than fucking shit. So I want to show you this clip. This is from Jesse Waters, uh, Fox News. You know Jesse Waters we showed yesterday because he was he was crying in his milk because women won't marry him. Um, so let's, let's watch here. Watch Ted Cruz's head as Herschel Walker is – puking up his words out watch this
3: he's a hypocrite and being a pastor i say this how can he keep the almighty oath to the almighty
4: god and he keep it for them he had not kept it for neither nobody so that proves the type of man he really is all right so Cruz, you're the lead blocker here you're gonna have to open up some holes for herschel what
1: <laughs> you're gonna have to open up some holes for herschel that's the quote i guess I mean, when you got a guy just absolutely puking up word salad on national TV and Ted Cruz, did you see Ted Cruz. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever he's saying. I I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy ass shit. Okay, here here's another one on Fox News freaking out. Let's see. Oh, yes, this is you guys know who Mark Elias is. Mark Elias is a is a great attorney. In this country, he does he does marvelous work protecting our elections um, and election integrity. He knows a lot about it. He's probably the top expert in the entire country. And Laura Ingraham, the Nazi here, is fucking mad that he's a Democrat, fucking pissed that he believes in democracy and that he's really good at what he does. But what she says here, it only makes me really want to like have a beer with Mark and hang out with Mark. It doesn't It doesn't skew me away from him. It makes me want to hang out with him, listen to this shit. Republicans, though, come on. They need their own version of Mark Elias. They can complain about him, but he's pretty successful. Maybe we want someone who's not quite as slimy, but nevertheless, we need someone like him. Oh, they're super jealous, aren't they? Super jealous that Mark Elias is pro-democracy and he's damn good at it. Hmm. Seems kind of funny. Let's go back. I got another video, and I'm just going down the timeline here real quick because uh, we're uh, we're going to be doing Bone End of the Week here soon, and I think Gabe Sanchez is going to join us here soon. This is a, a video from uh, Herschel Walker um, from the runoff. It's, this is the same tent, I believe, that they were just having the interview with uh, Jesse Waters, the guy who wants women to marry him, but they won't. Here is, uh, here's Herschel Walker and Ted Cruz. Pay attention here to the very beginning when Herschel Walker's on stage, it really feels like the dude thought that he wasn't going to have to do any more of these. Watch. So he's not very enthused, right? Like, there's not a lot of enthusiasm there from Herschel Walker. Now, the one thing everyone kept p- pointing out when I was when I played this, let me mute this. Who gives a shit if they're cheering? Um, it's all fake. Anyways, watch watches. Watch the crowd here. Look, look at the crowd. Is there can you figure out um, like a, a certain thing about all these people? I don't know. It just there seems to be a theme with the crowd here. There's Herschel Walker again at the beginning of the video. He's not enthused about being there. Look at this crowd. Can you figure out what the what they all have in common? It really seems like they all have something. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just maybe I'm just crazy here. But um, <laughs> they're all they're all white. That's that's the thing. Every last one of them. It's really kind of weird. Um, here is here's a great um, post. You know, Patriot takes the account Patriot takes on on Twitter as long as Twitter's still alive here, um, they posted this this picture of Laura Loomer. You know who Laura Loomer is? She's the she's the one who lost in Florida and was crying. Remember? Oh, she was fucking bawling her eyes out. Um, this is Laura Loomer's telegram. Um, and this is what she's saying. Again, this inviting is delicious and we should encourage it. Not only should we encourage it, we should actually take the narrative and spend it on them. And just dump on them every single day. Every fucking day, you got to dump on them. Just like you did with this election. Remember what you did with the election where you were talking about issues and helping people determine whether it was a good decision to vote? You got to do that the same thing. Same thing for 2024. Well, and some of these races in 2023. But here is here's the wedge that you drive. Uh, Laura Loomer. And she's a full Q and honor. Right. That's why she. She worships at the altar of Trump, King Q in honor. She posts this on on Telegram. She says DeSantis is going to file against Trump in the next few weeks. I don't know what the hell, if she knows that or not, which actually that's what I prefer. You should prefer it too. As pro-democracy people, we should prefer that these guys get in the race early and start fighting each other. That's what they should do. Uh, DeSantis is going to file against Trump in the next few weeks. Again, she probably doesn't even know any of that shit. She says, you heard it here first, which, again, now she's confirming that she doesn't know. And guess who his uh, political team consists of? Question mark. Paul Ryan, Jeb Bush and Mitt Romney. Well, motherfucker, you talk about a bunch of bunch of goddamn liberals. (laughs) What? Surprise, she says you got played by DeSantis. So Laura Loomer is still on the Trump train. She has not switched yet. And if you look at the uh, if you look at the reactions down here, the really uh, <laughs> the ratio is uh, is funny. Um obviously her 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 majority of her support is in the Trump train, right? They're still in the Trump train, but there's some defectors here if you really take a look. And this is not going well. For Trump that's why he's freaking out Again because DeSantis soaked up Any political capital That he may have Gained from this this Red wave that didn't happen And the only red wave Quote unquote What's the one that Ron DeSantis put together in Florida By gerrymandering Okay let's go back to the timeline here And it do Oh have you guys seen the Elon Musk Shit Holy shit. I know you guys don't like to talk about Twitter that much. You'd rather talk about politics, but fuck. This Elon Musk thing has a little bit to do with politics. Have you seen this this blue checkmark thing? Holy shit. It backfired massively on on Elon Trump. And really, I gave Elon, and I've said this uh, many times on the show since he acquired Twitter. I gave him way too much credit. Way too much credit. I really thought Elon Musk was going to be smart enough to back out of that deal. Just pay the fucking fine, pay whatever he had to pay to make sure that Twitter stayed public and he didn't buy it. I really thought he was going to be smart enough to do that. I gave him way too much credit. This guy has destroyed, destroyed Twitter in a matter of days. Absolutely destroyed it. Now, I sent this back when he started firing the CEO. Twitter was barely profitable folks. Barely. It's a very unique platform. It's part of our daily life now. And the reason why is because the news cycle is basically driven by it. That's why we surf the tweety tweets and trendy trends here. Is because it is it is the news. That's what it is. That's where the journalists live, that's where the reporting lives. It lives there. That's where everything, the notifications get dropped immediately. Now, Elon Musk decides that he's going to give anyone and everyone who would play, pay 8 bucks a blue check, right? You know this. It, it was 20 originally, and then he had to change it to 8 because Stephen King didn't want to pay 20 So <laughs> Elon pulls a figure out of his ass, $8, and that's what he runs with. I doubt he did any market research at all when he came up with that number, at all, none. So if you pay $7.99, you can get you a blue check, right? Now it has to be a verified account and how you're verifying it is with a bank account, right, like a debit card. So apparently what is happening is um, they're these uh, stolen credit card numbers, they're using these credit cards to verify the account and get the account um, set up. So the blue check account set up and then what they're doing is they're selling these and they're and people are grabbing them and they're using them to trick people on brands like national corporate brands, some other stuff too. some politicians have started to leak into the mix. There, <laughs> there was one that was posing as Ron DeSantis. It was fantastic. Um, but they're really it, it seems like to me. And this is just. Just me looking at what is happening and who's doing it and how it's affecting his bottom line. I actually think that this is an operation against Elon. What do I mean by that? I actually think this is a malicious operation that is designed to take down Elon Musk at this point. I think what happened was is there is a group or a group of people. I don't know if it's anonymous. I don't know who it is. But I believe that this is an operation against Elon Musk is that someone saw an opportunity to absolutely destroy him because this is $44 billion and not just that this is $44 billion. He has had to sell Tesla stock four billion billion to keep liquid here. The FTC is now investigating some of these sales that he's made. Um, some of the stuff that he's doing at Twitter. I, I know there's going to be class action lawsuits on how he fired some of these employees. He's begging them to come back. Um, Just in the last few days, he he shit canned the the Twitter safety um, chief officer and then the chief of sales because she said something snarky to him. Apparently, comedy is legal on Twitter, just not at Twitter like Twitter headquarters. Apparently, it's not it's not done there. It's not legal there. This guy is a fucking man, baby. This guy is a man child. He has way too much fucking money. Way too much money, which means way too much power is the problem. And that's why I'm like, wait a second. Again, I gave Elon way too much credit when I thought that he would back out of the deal. Right. I thought he would pay any amount of money there was to not buy Twitter because it was not worth 44 billion. Not only that. It's it was not not gonna work out well for him. He's a fucking idiot. He can barely hold together Tesla, who which is very profitable. And SpaceX, which runs off our money. Government contracts for these fucking dildo rockets to go into space. Now. I believe it could possibly be an operation. Now, some of it isn't. It's just a bunch of trolls, right? It's just trolls having fun, you know, getting a verified account, fucking with, fucking with people on, on Twitter. We've done that before here. I mean, with this whole Ron DeSantis, uh, Donald Trump thing, you guys remember a few months ago, Gabe Sanchez made a fake uh, uh, Trump announcement, and he called Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis gutless Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis. Called him Gutless. And and everyone's like, oh, my God. You remember Seth Abramson. He lost his fucking mind. Seth Abramson did a three-hour Instagram live on why that was bad for the country because of parody. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. That's a whole nother fucking day. And you guys can go watch the episode where – and just look for the thumbnail, Gabe Sanchez Breaks the Internet. That's the one you want to go watch. Um, If you want to hear the story of, of what happened with that statement. But some of this parody. Some of this parody is striking at something more than just funniness and laughs. And you know getting even or making a political statement. Some of this is way more sinister. And what do I mean by that? Well. There was one account that posed as Tesla that we know he would see. And it's basically striking at his own brand. Now, Tesla is a public company that he's a CEO of. Now, he just sold a bunch of stock, which tanked the fucking stock price. He's fucking everyone at Tesla. Anyone who owns Tesla, I would out now. Fuck that shit. And I'm not a stock person. I don't know anything really about the stock market much as far as buying, selling, trading, all that shit. But I wouldn't fucking own Tesla stock if you gave it to me. Because that motherfucker is out of his mind. But it's unclear whether he has super votes on the board, like through family members or friends. And rather they would keep him as CEO. But one thing is for sure, the guy's running out of liquid cash. It's one thing for sure, the guy does not have liquid cash. And it seems like if someone's going to run an operation against him, it's to destroy the Twitter brand, which would absolutely evaporate $44 billion. And it's not his money. It's his investors money. which you have to understand that breeds to his competence of a CEO or running a company or buying a company or have anything to do with the corporate environment of a company that's worth 44 billion or supposedly worth 44 billion it feels like to me this blue check ambush that has been happening some of it seems like to be a strategic operation against Elon Musk now I, I i don't have any proof other than it's destroying him and he's playing right into it like he is and again some people have said that that Elon Musk is trying to intentionally destroy Twitter, which, you know, I I, I mean, that may be that may be. But what what what's the fuck is the point to smash up Twitter with a hammer? It doesn't matter. It, it, social media is going to live on past Twitter. In, in other words, the marketability of, of Twitter is going to live past Twitter. You're not going to get rid of the market of Twitter. I mean, you may get we're rid of Twitter itself. Am I right, Gabe Sanchez here? And you're not, I mean, you may get rid of Twitter itself, but you're not going to get rid of the marketability of of Twitter. Something's going to fill that space to fill the gap. But we talked about last night, I'm talking about how this might be an operation on email.
2: Right. Yeah. So it very well could be, I mean, obviously we won't know, but uh, there could be a coordinated effort, coordinated effort to uh, manipulate the verification system that was implemented. So I, you know, who knows if it was originally done that way. Obviously the idea was, uh, awful,
1: but well, I mean, it's, it's plain to see what the vulnerability of it is. Right. Right. And I mean, and like, it would be easy to attack his $44 billion investment just knowing right. that. Right. And so
2: like, you know, I, I think for someone who goes in with 44 billion, you've you know, obviously got a certain amount of investment in there, your own ego and you want to be right. And every time he's done something so far in the last two weeks, keep in mind, this has been like 14 to 16 days that he's actually had the company. So in a very small amount of time, he has done a lot of terrible things in terms of running the company. Because even as of yesterday, uh, they said that there was talks of going into bankruptcy. Right, and so you've got a guy who takes over this company, fires the board, fires execs, fires fifty percent of the the company in the U.S., fires. I thought I said seventy percent in India. You got
1: guys. You got a hundred percent in South Africa, I think, or oh, really? somewhere. I, I believe they shut down the entire office. The, the yeah, whole so they, thing
2: they are uh, they are pushing to cut costs across the board and try to make as much money. And yesterday the announcement was in all hands that we want to have fifty percent of our revenue coming from Twitter Blue, the paying for paying the eight dollars for the verification badge. Po-
1: is that even possible? Does the man well, I don't a- know.
2: That's the, so that's the thing like I mean like I guess anything's possible, but it it all comes down to what is the marketability of that feature, right? Am I paying 8 dollars for something more than a badge? Like what am I getting out of the badge? And obviously the way that, you know, Elon is trying to to kind of like maneuver this is he wants to say if you're not verified, then we're going to suppress your tweets, right? So again, for a guy that's all for free speech, he's saying if you have, if you pay, then I will ensure and guarantee that your stuff is put to the top. Right? If you don't pay, well, that's too bad for you, and no one will see your shit. So that's the that's the game he's playing. So free speech is actually it's a paid speech is really what it is. Right. And so you've got a guy that buys a company for forty four billion. He's got thirteen billion dollars in debt with. With uh, banking institutions, he's got to pay back about a million and a half by April. He just sold 3.95 billion in terms of stocks uh, from Tesla. So at some point, as this company goes down and as Tesla goes down, someone's got to stop him. And I'm assuming it would probably come from Tesla. If I had to imagine, I don't know what his voting rights are. If he has like a a super uh, uh, like chair or and voting right, yeah. I was
1: saying that earlier is rather family members, friends, but he has to convince those people that this thing is not going to take. And obviously
2: that's everyone's money. I mean, obviously, you know, they've gone from, you know, a small amount. I mean, before the pandemic, I think the stock was like a hundred and something. And then as the pandemic uh, rose over the last two years, it was, you know, an obscene amount. I mean, the, the, the name that many people have for these people are called Tesla Tesla, Tesla millionaires, Tesla layers, I think is what it's called. Tesla but basically, layers. It's Tesla Ayers, I think, is the nickname. And it's basically people who made millions of dollars by just having an investment in Tesla during the pandemic. And so that that is, uh, as a shareholder and as a board member, you would feel like, hey, we got to stop
1: this thing before he fucking you know, blows the car up. You know, so well, because as soon as he bought as soon as he sold all that stock the other day, because he's got to have liquid cash here. Right. The thing fucking tanked. You mm-hmm. just fucking tank. And it's also and who knows, like, I don't know if he puts
2: that money in. He's like, look, I got to I got to make money back on this in some way. And so he's trying to take out money to pay and cover these expenses. He's cutting the budget. He's cutting whole teams. I mean, you've got the guy who was his. In many ways, his right-hand man, that was the head of safety and privacy at Twitter, who was in all of these conversations, who was backing Elon up and saying, "Yep, yep, yep, this is all good. We haven't changed." He was on the calls game. with the advertisers. Right? He was on the call with the advertisers. All of this stuff, uh, he was he was pushing and he was saying, "This is good. Elon knows what he's doing. This and that, blah blah blah." Then we find out yesterday he was like, "Yo, I'm out. Peace. I'm done."
1: He and resigned. Just, he, and he fired. He fired his uh, chief of sales. I guess yeah. she she she, she said some kind him. of snide remark to him, and he fired her. Um, I mean, if you're, if you, I, again, comedy is legal on Twitter. It's just not legal at yeah, Twitter.
2: So, Elon uh, cannot take a joke, and it's no. why exa- It is exactly why when uh, people were you know again. At first, it was joking around, and they were like, we're going to buy these Twitter badges, and we're going to – or or celebrities were going to – or personalities were going to use the badge as a way to goof on Elon Musk. And they were like, I'm Elon Musk, you know, blah, 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 and they're making jokes. Yeah,
1: where he he suspended Kathy Griffin. He suspended a few
2: others for doing it. Yeah, a ton of people, and so because he couldn't take a joke. And then he was like, the name – Is the word parody's got to be in the not just in the bio, but also in the name. And it's like, it doesn't have to be in the bio, it just has to be in the name. Like, this guy cannot get a hold of himself. He's fucking losing it because people are joking, making fun
1: of him. I mean, Look. But th- but that's why last night when I messaged you I said because we were looking at because they reinstituted the gray check mark last night right yep. because something came across because there I mean if you go on Twitter right now and you're down in the lobby like in the home in your yeah. homepage there is an ad every three fucking yeah. tweets because right. he because. I would imagine, and I don't know the numbers on it, but I would imagine they're cheap as shit and the inventory is really high right now. Like You're able to imprint your brand on Twitter right now for probably next to nothing. Like Literally, if you want to get your message out there right now, it is probably cost you not a goddamn thing to get on Twitter, I would imagine, because he's selling it for whatever he can sell it for and he is piling on the ads um, if you go look at the feed. Now, what I noticed was... Is all of a sudden that that great checkmark came back that uh-huh. said official. I'm like, whoa, right. what the fuck? And it seemed to only be now. I haven't updated my app, and the reason why is because everyone says you have to update your app to see the new checkmarks. I'm like, well, fuck that. They don't mean anything, anyways. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to update, so I don't have to see them. That's yeah,
2: you don't have to because what what they did was so they made an update that was last week, and they were like, uh, so you want everyone- to
1: update to see it because I am not seeing them. I thought – well, you sent me a screenshot last night, and I had the. No, 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 no. The, the blue checks, the people who pay to verify through the, oh. the Twitter blue. I have not updated – I have not done an update, so I can't see them. And it may be because I don't update Twitter that often.
2: Well, here's here's what I've seen, though, is uh, – I mean, that might be the case. I don't know. Uh, they they might have just been able to reuse that area of real estate that was, mm-hmm. like, you know, candidate for this seat or person who's a representative They definitely or did that, and
1: that's what they're doing.
2: Right, right. And so – So I don't know in terms of, like, I would imagine what happened was when they released the latest, well, I don't know if it has been an update, but when they released the code and an update last weekend, that was when people were like, oh, it's coming, it's here, right? Some people had access, some people didn't have access. So basically what happened is- they are talking about to
1: the Twitter blue verified check? Right, right, right. Okay. So basically what
2: they did was they released this code and it basically said, here's the functionality of this code, but what it allows them to do- is have it ready to go in the app so they don't have to update the app again.
1: I guess they you. have a flag, it's called a feature flag. So I probably flag. need to go update my app. But here's here's it's the awful, thing. Yeah. Here's here's the reason why I we we gotta stay on top of this story. Yeah, is because if this is an operation against Elon Musk, because Elon Musk is really not a threat because he's some sort of smart evil genius. He's a dumb yeah. fuck. Everyone knows that right now. And that really is the threat of Elon Musk: is that the guy has a shitload of money, a shitload of wealth. And he can destroy things with his money. Mm -hmm. And really, honestly, it feels like I don't know this for sure. And maybe we should try to track down some evidence of this. Um, Maybe we get a a band of journalists involved or some real journalist, real, real real actual journalists, not people posing as journalists through anonymous accounts, but real journalists. I think what we should do is we should um, investigate if. This is an operation because a lot of it's goofing, right? Like you said, a lot of it's goofing. Yeah. But I think maybe the operation knows that that's going to happen. But they're really striking at his marketability. And yeah. it is destroying. I mean, like, if even if Twitter was worth, let's say, $44 billion, which it was not, mm-hmm. j- within a two-week period, this guy has has pr- – I don't know what the evaluation is today. I mean, it's going to be hard to tell because it's now private. But I would imagine – he probably couldn't sell this fucking thing for 10 today. He probably yeah, it's couldn't a, sell it's it for a, 10. Because here's the thing. It's,
2: if you had all of the uh, existing assets, and when I, when I say asset, assets, I'm grouping in talent, you know, headcount, all that stuff. Like the people who are there who are actually running the, right, like the way business. the platform
1: is running before he destroyed Right, Exactly.
2: It and- if you've got certain execs and right. this and that, like if those, if those are still in place, yeah, you could probably sell it. Maybe you would take a loss, but you could probably get back what you, most of what you paid. The problem right now is that he has lost, he's fired his board. He's lost 50% plus employees. Right. Um, he has, Really fucked up with morale of existing people who are there. Cause they're like, dude, who's safe? I don't know if I should be here anymore. I don't know if I can be here anymore. You know, a lot of employees who are fired were like, Holy shit. Thank God. Put me on my fucking misery. <laughs> like even in the week that they were there
1: where they were stressing I mean, out. If I was in the same room as Elon, that would be the feeling you have just put me out of my fucking misery. Right. And I, I I know we're going to talk a little bit more about yeah, Elon yeah. on the, uh, the shit or the uh, the bonehead of the week. Cause I would almost bet that you put him in one of those spots. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah. but <laughs> here, here, I want to show this video. Last night we were in a. uh, I was telling the audience earlier that we were in a. Oh, the one where they kept muting us. Yeah, they kept muting me. They were like freedom of speech, and they they were like wiener, wiener, dick, 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 wiener. Yeah, they were talking. They were they were wave your wiener in your face. They were saying all kinds of crazy. As
2: someone else who was on, on, I wish they didn't. They didn't record it, so they didn't. which they we didn't. were like, fuck! I would, we really I was wanted really to.
1: Disappointed, but I was the thing we'd be able to pull the audio.
2: But. I know, but the funny thing about it was, as soon dude, it was one, there was one guy who was like fucking obsessed with talking about older men shaking. The way he said it was like, "Are you okay with older men shaking their junk in front of kids' faces?" Like. What? I like, don't know. If something happened. Maybe something
1: happened to that game. Maybe guy was I there. was like, I
2: don't know what this has to do with Huckleberry Finn. I'm right. very like literally there.
1: at that moment when he kept saying that. We were. T- I was talking about huckleberry the adventures of huckleberry finn and the right. n-word in huckleberry finn and trying trying to put some coherent thought into this twitter space but they were not having it they wanted to focus and the best part is is when they were like we're not banning books and i'm like okay what's the list of books you want to ban they're like she's like this one this one yeah. this one this one this one this and they're like I'm it's, like, not, they're like, it's like, not literally ban- right well because yeah, the other thing banning, too is, it's not banning like well they're like ban- we're restricting access
2: and then one guy was like, oh, so what happens if you, it's like, is it banning alcohol if you want to give, if you don't want to give it to a baby? And then, so then you're like, oh, so we're for government regulation now.
1: Right. Because right? that's I mean, what you just, guys want to do. They just walked into it. They, they right. just walked into it. And really the conclusion was, I asked him about Nick Fuentes and they actually floated the idea that this was in Nicholas's, yeah, um, um, his, what, what was it? Telegram. Telegram. Yeah.
2: They're and like, you're Nick- featured. They're like, some guy came in from fucking Newsmax. And was like, which it did, he was, is he, he is at new. He is from Newsmax. That's well, that's what's, that's what somebody said on the call last night. I don't, night. They were I like, don't know no, if like he is this no guy's idea. here. Look, if anyone wants to know it, just imagine it. Just imagine a fuck. I, the way I told it to Tony, this guy came in last night and he started yelling and, and trying to, cause here's the thing they did not approach any of the things that were said as legitimate. What they did was they tried to make light of it. They were like, Oh, that's racist. And this, they were trying to,
1: yeah, they were calling, they were calling me racist. Which yeah. They is were like, hilarious. Oh,
2: when, when you called them out for, um, uh, muting you, they were like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. Don't be so anti-Semitic. And, that's when
1: you know that the other side isn't <laughs> I genuine. Just, I just now got that. I couldn't figure that out when they were saying it. Oh, so yeah. What they're saying is what they're saying is they're they're the Jewish media in that scenario. Is that what they're saying? There's no no, they're
2: well, what they're saying is, yeah, they're the Jewish media because
1: they because they called me Kanye at one point, and right. I'm like, Well, they what the yeah, fuck they are we like, talking about? I'm like, yeah, because I'm just in, trying to stay
2: <laughs> unmuted. In the call, what happened was they said when, when you were like, Hey, look, can you stop muting me? Can I talk? Like, are you going to let me talk? What happened to the first amendment? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Talk, talk, talk. And when you always talk about me too, and
1: I was trying to say something.
2: And when you called them out, they were like, Whoa, don't be so anti-Semitic. So that was a, that was a dig. It was a joke they were making about Jewish people controlling the media. And then when you continue to talk, they were like, Whoa, cool it. Kanye don't go so anti-Semitic. So that again. That is when you know when you are having a attempting to have a conversation or a debate with someone who is on the right. They will not take it seriously. They will be disingenuous, and they will use ad hominins. They will do all of these things or straw man arguments. They will do all of these things to try to uh, make their argument legitimate. And it's and that that's what happened last night. So we're in right. this call laughing hysterically because each time they mute us or they they mute Tony in that time, and they were like. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Listen, listen. We're doing this thing. We're saying this thing. We're testing the theory. All it's like, just accept the fact. And then they were going through a list of like, is this person a fascist? Yeah. Is this person was, a
1: fascist? Was Mao a fascist? Well, because that's where that's where it really kicked off. Where I really pissed right. them off is when I called Ron DeSantis a fascist. Right. When I did that, I mean, they lost their fucking. They were minds. like, "Give us the definition of fascist." They lo- and I did. But I told them what I think they, it is, yeah. and I told them what the definition was. They didn't right. listen, and they're like. like and they and the other thing, too, is
2: like they know the definition of fascist. Right. They know what fascism is. Right. And they would know because here's the thing. They know exactly. They bring up these people that they know are fascists and they want to check against to, to check your logic. And right. If any, well, and they were up
1: Stalin. And the one thing that they right. said, this is hilarious because that one wanna- girl got so mad. Right. She got pissed off. Well, and I want to show you uh, uh, an actual uh, self-proclaimed fascist here, right. Nick Fuentes, which I brought up in the chat. And they were like, oh, yeah, we know Nick. Yeah. <laughs> like they they really like Nick. Yeah. So and I'm going to show you the the clip here yesterday of Nick Fuentes. He started trending on Twitter of what he said about the midterms. And it's the thing that I've been telling you that they want. But um, when I called Ron DeSantis a fascist, they they doubted. Protest way too much. Like they were super offended yeah. that I even said the word fascist, mm-hmm. and then they started talking about genitalia, and then they kicked me out of room when I talked about Nick Fuentes and Matt Walsh. They oh, they got kicked, real they mad about Matt. Walsh. They fucking booted me. They, they and and they, not only did they boot me, they closed the entire room. Yeah, they're they like, closed okay, well, the entire yeah. Room and went to another room.
2: It was probably on for like another minute where they well they they thought that they booted us. They thought they booted us. Or at least
1: they thought... They they took away the microphone. Yeah, they they took took away the the mic. So they're
2: like, you can't speak and you can't speak. You're shut off. You're just listening. So what was funny is they think by doing that, they booted us. So we sat in the room for another minute or so before they closed it down. While they tried to wrap up. While they were trying to wrap up and joking about it. And then they openly were like, oh, man, do you remember when you made that racist comment about the big ears? That was fucking funny, bro. And it's like, wait, are you...
1: What? Okay. They're weird. They're weird, man. They're weird. But... I, I, we need to find out if they, if Nick Fuentes is the one on Telegram that was promoting that, that live been. or that yeah. Twitter space. I call it a live because I'm I'm so used to like TikTok and Instagram. Right. But it's a I'm Twitter just assuming that this that the that the uh, the douche uh, pro, I'm assuming
2: play lacrosse in high school probably has. Uh, is that the Newsmax
1: guy you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, was that the Newsmax Luca like, or the, Luca guy or Luke guy? I don't know.
2: Yeah, some basically for anyone who obviously doesn't know what happened, this guy came into the chat at the very end and was like, he was one of those people who he paid for a blue check mark and was like,
1: I'm verified. I'm a writer. I couldn't see any of their blue oh, checks, so me. he
2: had a blue check mark and he was like, I'm verified and all this bullshit. Uh, But he came in Started yelling And was like Oh yeah Well I bet you love About John Quincy Adams And da 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 This and that And the Freemasons And you love (laughs) what they say And I was like
1: Dude, where are you going with this, man? He he's a bonehead. And you know the best part is I kept promoting the podcast in the fucking oh, Twitter yeah. space. I was like, yeah, on our show, on the podcast, we do it every <laughs> every weekday, Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, eleven, just like I do here. Like I was yeah. promoting it. They're like, hey, stop letting him promote the his show. <laughs> um, here, but let's show Nick Fuentes here because I brought this clip up in this Twitter space, right? I brought mm-hmm. it up in this Twitter space. Yeah, they knew and it. Their their response. Was flat, But let's listen to Nick Quintez's own words here. He's a Holocaust denier. He's a Nazi. He's America first Nazi. Let's see what he has to say about the
3: 2022 midterm. You got to recognize the fact that this is a godless country. I hate it. It's immoral. It's wrong. It's heinous. It's evil. But this is an evil country. And this country will surprise you with how evil it is. And that's why you got to get this out of your head that there is some silent majority cavalry that's going to come out of the woods and save us at the last minute it's not when we meet the left on the battlefield and they outnumber us like five to one that's it
1: so i want to stop it there because he's going to get to the good part here of what he really thinks and why why he wants republicans to be dictators Mm -hmm. um but here's the thing is you notice the language uh, meet the left on the battlefield um, he's really he's really stoking up his his right wing trolls as he does all the time, because it's it's more about um, violence and stochastic terrorism than it is about democracy, that it mm-hmm. is about people's voices. Uh, and you're going to discover that in the second half of how Nick Fuentes. But I want to be clear who this motherfucker is. Everyone's seen us play Nick Fuentes' videos on here. yeah This is the guy who runs the opposition um Every time there's a CPAC, you guys know what CPAC is. He runs the America First Pack, the AF Pack, and they usually do it right across the street or somewhere really close. He's actually been kicked out of CPACs. Him and his fucking yep. incel army goes inside and they cause commotion. They kick him out. But Marjorie Taylor Green and several other politicians, but Marjorie Taylor Green, who is still um, elected as a congressperson in Georgia actually has went and spoke at this guy's events. And this guy on video has said, I love Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm good friends with her. They're best buddies, him and Marjorie Taylor Greene. And I, and I want that to be very fucking clear in the front of your mind when you watch the second half of this video. Watch.
3: The point is, when you look at these things like uh, abortion, it's popular. People like abortion. Hate it, but it's true. And you can thank the Jewish media for that. Abortion's popular, Sodomy is popular. You know, being gay is popular. Being a feminist is popular. Sex out of wedlock is popular. Contraceptives are, it's all popular. That's all, that's not to say it's good. That's not to say I like that. Popular means the people support it, which they do. And, uh, and it sucks and it is what it is, but that's why we need a dictatorship. (laughs) That's unironically why we need to get rid of all that. We need to,
1: there it is, folks. That's why we need a dictatorship. So basically, Nick Flint is the, the, The Pied Piper of the incel white dude army in this country is saying the reason why we need a dictatorship. And this is why they've been frothing at the mouth about this for fucking years. And this is the reason why they love Trump and they've loved Trump because that's the wet dream of these fascists is for him to be their leader because he'll absolutely do anything they tell him to do. And that is why. They they really wanted a red wave in this election is so that they could install a dictator. It was Mm -hmm. to win the governor's races in Pennsylvania and Michigan and Arizona. Those three races are going to be the biggest disappointments. But not only that, they wanted to win the House big so they can impeach Joe Biden, impeach Kamala Harris, um, install whatever speaker they wanted, have some kind of delusional fucking thing that doesn't exist where they install a president of the United States from the speakership. Yep. It really is delusional shit. It's batshit crazy, but it's not surprising coming from these people. Right. And when I brought this up last night, they were like, Oh yeah, we, of course we know Nick yeah. because what the funny part is before we spoke, Gabe, they were talking about turning points, USA events. And, and uh, do they have it all worked out? Are they got the luggage. Do you get right. your tickets?
2: They're like, Oh, are you speaking? And one guy's like, well, they know what my speaking fee is. So I will only show for that. And they're like, I'm not going to do it. And I was like, all right, dude, you guys, really
1: weird. you guys are
2: a little too in your head right now. I mean, here's the thing. At the end of the day, like you look, I mean, obviously today's title is, you know, party's over. Um, but I have a feeling like right now, Fox News, Murdoch, they're shitting on Trump, all this shit. But like, who's to say in six months that they don't reverse course because they realize that there's a shit ton of these MAGA Republicans out there and they cannot. They did it
1: on Jan 6 didn't they? Yeah, they did it on Jan six. And so We've like seen the I, same yeah. shit on January six, where days after weeks after January six, these Republicans and the media were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is just a step too far. And then they realized, oh, well, a certain percentage of the country, which is a large group of people. Oh, well, they're fucked. They're they're, they're excited. Okay. Why, about it. why they're would excited. we go
2: against what they think? And so that's right. why I think like right now they're calling this out. A lot of language I hear is don't announce right now, take a pause, don't do this, hold off, take a beat. You, you mean you know, about Trump from the Republicans? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think a lot of people there on 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 media are, I think many, many of them right now are just kind of fair weather fans. They're looking at what happened and they're seeing that Trump could not carry what he said he would, right? He doesn't have the leverage right now that he said he would or that he has. And I think that was, you know, in hopes, uh, who knows? I mean, does he still announce that he's running on Tuesday? He might say, fuck it, I'm going to do it because I'm a, you know, I'm a, what you know, I'm a I fucking maverick. Or, yeah, I hope he does too. I hope he does. But I honestly think that I'm great the Republican Party is going to realize that there is no path forward without Trump, right? This party's got to fucking implode for that shit to reset. And I think right, right now there are too many... Too many cogs in this machine that are pro Trump. And if they, and there, you know, there may have been enough to say no for these other candidates. But as the race becomes a national one in a general election in 2024, there are going to be more people who deny the election. There are going to be more people who want to suppress votes. These are the, there are more people who want to intimidate voters. These are the tactics that Republicans can only rely on to win. They're going to do more things where they want to redistrict 10 years down the line. These are all things that the Republican Party has to rely on because they don't have anything to offer. They don't have any policies. They don't have any things that will make your life better. They want to take away your rights. They want to take away the ability for you to actually challenge them or critique them if they ever do something that isn't in your own best interest. And so at the end of the day, I really do believe maybe in six months or seven months or something like that into 2023, as we lead into this uh, new new uh, election cycle. I think, honestly, what's going to happen is they're going to change course and they're going to realize that Trump is this is a larger than life entity that they have to stay with.
1: I hope you're right. And I hope it's right before Ron DeSantis announces. Oh, everyone, stick around. We are at the bottom of the second hour. We're going to do bone end of the week as soon as we get back from this break. Stick around bone end of the week right after this.
0: We'll be right back. Mark. 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast.
2: Are you numb and alone after storming the Capitol? Have you been left out in the cold after stealing Nancy Pelosi's mail? Do you feel exposed to a government that doesn't share your patriotic values? If any of these describe you, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Paul Gosar, and thanks to my new product, Pardon Blanket, I've got you covered. Pardon Blanket specifically works to make you feel safe and cozy after your involvement on January 6th. And if you're one of the other members of Congress who also helped with the attempted coup, Pardon Blanket will protect you too. Pardon Blanket is made of a sort of soft fleece and a layer of sheep's wool. And they're 100% made in the USA. Don't delay and get your Pardon Blanket today for just $99.99. Actual pardons not guaranteed.
0: Jumping back into it, this is the Tony Michaels Podcast.
1: Welcome back. It's Friday. You know what that means. We're in the second hour. Bonehead of the week. You vote. You decide. We break it down for you here on the Tony Michaels Podcast. Bonehead of the week. Yeah, this this edition is bound to be the bonehead of the century. Oh boy. He is a bonehead. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge bonehead. Huge. 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 Everyone huge. knows who we're talking about. Huge. <laughs> he ran away with it, really, honestly. So yeah. Let, let's just get into it. I know we're running short on time, so let's let's get into bonehead of the week. <laughs> Welcome to this edition of Bonehead of the Week, as we do every single Friday here on yep. the Tony Michaels Podcast, where you vote, you decide who is the Bonehead of the Week, and we break it down for you. There's two places you can vote, Gabe. You can go to the Tony Michaels Podcast community page on our YouTube channel, just subscribe, and you can go there. Or you can go to Twitter, as long as it's still around and Elon hasn't crashed that motherfucker, <laughs> at Tony Michaels Pod. You can go to at Tony Michaels Pod and you can vote. On the Tweety tweets, as long as they still ex- exist, you know what? <laughs> One of these days, when it does crash and burn, yeah, we should still just give homage to Twitter and be like, "Well, you used to be able to." Yeah, you could. We you can have like an in
2: right. memoriam kind of right. thing, where it'd right. be past uh, boneheads <laughs> that people have tweeted or like voted on, right? And we'll just have this very like maybe we'll have like Sarah McLaughlin uh, or, right. or or like a uh, instrumental. In
3: the arms <laughs> <of> an <angel. laughs>
1: it just it's it's so funny. That that he is such an idiot that he has yeah. destroyed Twitter in a matter of hours. Really, if you think yeah. about the whole if you think about the whole the whole thing, it really was just a matter of hours where he tore the whole thing to the ground. Well, let's was, get into yeah. bonehead because he is making a special spot here on bonehead. But these are our candidates today. Nick Fuentes, Charlie Kirk and Donald Trump. We've already seen some of this um, from the show today Mm -hmm. but um these are our candidates for bonehead of the week we should start with charlie kirk shouldn't we i I think think that's a great place to start what did charlie do to work his way on bonehead of the week well it really
2: started i think monday definitely on tuesday charlie was freaking out about this arizona race because obviously he's a pro blake masters pro carrie lake
1: Pro, uh, he lives in Arizona, right? Like he is so. yeah, yeah, yeah. His headquarters yeah, yeah, that's is right, in Arizona because
2: because Ben Glebe told us he flew right. him out to Arizona mm-hmm. exactly. And it's uh, it's
1: near it's near Phoenix, I mm-hmm. believe. Right, right. Is where is where his headquarters is and, and uh, I, I
2: assume that Charlie lives in Phoenix. You know, Arizona Secretary of State Secretary of State Mark Fincham, all people, all election deniers, people who want to control, you know, Blake Masters even though he tried to scrub his website, definitely wanted to have a national ban on abortion. Uh, Mark Fincham pr- spreading conspiracies about the 2020 election even called out during his 60 minutes interview Carrie Lake continues and her soft focus daytime soap opera camera continues to push what? that Joe Biden Why did not win the election
1: your fucking lighting. She's because, because so horrible. It's, she's, it's a, a soft, she's like a media person. you think she would figure well, that out. Well, that's the
2: way. I mean, like, it's so well, the darker lighting means that you can't see all of the different imperfections, let's say. If you have a soft bokeh effect in the background like she has, it makes the uh, the foreground, her, her as a subject, more appealing, and also there is some sort of like filter, like a soft glow on her, so it's like yeah. it's not crisp, it's a little. It's it looks just, like someone put wax paper over the lens. Yeah, Let's yeah. Just say that. Let's so just say
1: that's that.
2: that is that I'm is what she does, me. and it's I'm an me. and it's an attempt to create this always good looking image. So when you think of Carrie <laughs> Lake, you're like, oh yeah, she looks good in that image. She looks. Because it's always the same, and I wouldn't be surprised if, like that studio, she's got the same light and she's got a really good camera, right? But uh, Carrie
1: Lake isn't hard to look at. I mean, she's not like hard to look at. I mean, when right. you look at her now, you're like, oh, that's vile and disgusting because she's a vile, disgusting. Human right? Being. Because the things that she says, it definitely takes right. away from right. Exactly. But like Charlie Kirk here is hard to look at. He's he's kind of yeah. He's kind of fugly. I mean, if you I love know the I love the fact that he's got a big gov sucks thing in the background but that
2: big gov is the same thing he wants to use to control women's bodies. Right.
1: Well, and all a lot of other things, a lot of other yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. But he's got his I voted sticker here um and this Good is Charlie's Charlie Show here on the Trader News Network, uh Real America's Voice, and he's I think he's going to talk about um some crime that he wants people to commit. Let's mm. listen. This is, this is close, guys, to presidential style turnout. It's very close. Um, and so I encourage everyone that is out there to still please show up and to vote. Um, you have to, you know, you cannot
0: allow them to get, take you out of line. We are still getting messages from people on the front lines of
1: everyone on our live stream and everyone that's watching that's saying, Charlie, I was in line and then they told me I couldn't vote. That is illegal. Film them. Do not put up with that. This is. So he's telling, no one is telling anyone pictures. to get out of line. Well, right, but this is this whole stupid thing they were talking about this last night in that stupid yeah. Twitter space where they're like, "Oh, Philadelphia and Arizona." I'm like, "Okay, so show me your court case that that the attorneys at the RNC right. are bringing against well, these these things." And and they're like, "Well, Carrie Lake filed and Breakmaster filed a lawsuit, but the judge threw it out." Like, okay, so. Right.
2: But also that was that was to extend the voting hours, three hours, which, again, if we remember how Republicans act, like even in the 2012 election in Florida, Rick Scott was literally shutting down voting locations. I remember that happening because I used to work with his daughter. So I knew exactly what was happening at the time and also confirmation from the daughter who was like, I fucking hate my dad. Um, But in Arizona, right, they're claiming that. People are kicking them out of line, and all this stuff, and they want an extra three hours. No one is kicking anyone out of line. No one is doing that. The only people who have done that historically have been Republicans who say it's pat. It's now past seven o'clock or whatever the time is. You have to get out of line, which is Ill- which is illegal. If right. you're in line by that time,
1: you cut off be able to vote. And they say, sorry, you got here too late. Or they say, yeah, you're good. You can go vote. There is a last last person that's going to vote. Now, the the thing that he's saying, though, about filming and taking pictures, you cannot do that. Like, don't do not take pictures inside of a polling station. Do not do that. That is not a thing you want to do. And if you do do it, do not share them with anyone. Don't mm-hmm. do that. You cannot take pictures in that area. There are people who can film, and they do have some, but do not film. You do not have the authorization. The other thing that I think is is crazy, too, is here's a clip um, from the 8th, right? And this is, uh, this is Charlie Kirk and the Pizzagate guy. You know, we watched a video of him yesterday talking about how he was scared of women who – wanted are men who wanted to be women or some yeah. shit. I don't know. These, I don't know. I mean, they're all really insecure. They're That's really fucking is. weird. But, um, this here is, um, and, and we're, I think we've got, um, more of this unmarried women today on bone End of the week. Yeah. But this here is uh Jack a guy. And I'm not sure who this guy is over here. Um, on I don't the know. edge Ir- Irrelevant. Right. But listen to what they say. This, this is going to go and play into the clip that we're going to play of Nick Fuentes. But listen to this about democracy. Listen to what they believe about democracy.
4: Pennsylvania judge just allowed just ruled to allow ballots to count that are received up to November 14th, a week after Election Day. This is what they want.
1: They're allowing ballots for another week after Election
4: Day in Pennsylvania.
1: OK, what the judge is actually ruling on there is is ballots that are postmarked, that were received, mm-hmm. that are still coming in because I don't know. The mail is slow. What the fuck? How can't these people how can't they? Well, that's know the same
2: thing, like the people that were that were in that, were in that uh, Twitter space that we were yeah. in yesterday, which is mm-hmm. a bunch of for, you know, again, for people just joining those people were a bunch of right wing uh, sycophants. They love these
1: people sitting. Yeah, they love Charlie Kirk.
2: They love uh, Matt Walsh, Walsh, all of them. But in in there, they were like, well, what, you know, when we were bringing up this idea of like, okay, show us, show us the the case. Show us the motion. Show us the the proof proof." that
1: you did something, that something happened illegal and someone filed a motion. And they were like, well, in Pennsylvania, there was this guy with keys and he left him open the Dropbox. Did you see the Project Veritas video? Yeah, one one you say the word project veritas and i'm like okay now i know yeah, it's a now bunch of now I,
2: I i definitely know that this is not to be taken seriously but also if you were to google search or DuckDuckGo, whatever you want to use or <laughs> bing.com you literally can look this up and it would get and it's it's been uh disproven and it said oh no those actually weren't the ballots or the, uh, the box was fixed and these weren't actually counted or whatever it might have been i forget but i can tell you for a fact that what they were claiming that a guy just left the keys on this thing
1: and he just let people do whatever he wanted. Damn that is man. not what happened. Man. He, these people are insanity, but w- listen to what these chuckleheads here say about democracy. Let's listen.
4: This yeah. is what they're hoping for. I think And actually. they just hired Mark. Lice. So I don't want, I don't want to get conspiracy theorists here in Arizona, but in general, this is what they want to have happen. What they want to have happen is we implemented these really good ideas because this is the best way to vote. And then all of a sudden, there's breakdown, right? And then a judge comes in, and they go, "Oh, we're going to keep ballot, we're going to keep polling places open till next week."
1: Well, honestly, they should keep some of these polling places open in the in some of these <laughs> today, areas today until could. the lines get. They want the polling places where where their voters are going to go vote to stay right. open. Right. They want like, they want all the it? Democratic voting polling places closed. I actually right. I was talking to my wife about this on election day because when when we went to vote, we went inside. And there were more people that are than are usually there at the time that we vote on voting day. Normally Mm -hmm. we go in and sometimes we're the only ones in there because the time of day that we go, we pick a certain time where we know there won't be that many people at the polling place that is assigned to us. And I say assigned because in our state, we have to vote at a certain place. Mm -hmm. We have to go to this certain place. And I was like, you know, it's kind of crazy that we scan our IDs in Missouri. You have to have your fucking photo ID that I have to go to a certain place to vote with my ID. Like if it's, if if it's so secure with my ID and you're scanning it to make sure I am who I am and I'm going to sign the thing. Shouldn't I be able to vote anywhere the fuck I want? Right. I mean, you technically can, it would be a provisional ballot. Well, right. But, but, but the point is, is that, What I'm what I'm trying to get at is these fucking chuckleheads here, because I know what they're about to say about democracy. Mm -hmm. Um, But these chuckleheads here don't want people who they don't want to vote, have access to the ballot. And that's the reason why is because they know they're outnumbered. They know they're outnumbered. And the only way they win is if they stop the people that are going to fucking say no to them from voting. That is what. And listen to what they say. It's proof right here. This is it get taken care of yes. but then that's it i think that in mason scottsdale they should open up for a couple more
4: hours i just want to say I'm, i just want to take a moment to to just to just stay how much appreciation i have for democracy how much i love democracy don't you guys love we're not a democracy right now don't we're, you love this constitutional republic well, i love democracy, by democracy. representative but, but i love democracy though but, i just but, love my democracy sure
1: there you go. There you have it. And and, and of course, he's being an asswipe, right? Yeah. He's being a jack-off. He's being facetious here. Like, doesn't really mean it. Obviously, he's he's, not ju- just, he's saying they don't yeah. want democracy. Dang. And Charlie Kirk even confirms it. We are not a democracy, right? And he also and said like
2: democracy is bad, right? You see, you also see those Turning Point USA uh, and other lawn uh, signs that say you know democracy is overrated, right? So it's one of those things where. You know, these people believe, oh, we, you know, we built this country on a democratic foundation with our founding fathers and this and that. But then, when it actually comes to exercising and following the rule of law and promoting and, and following democracy, they go, no, 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 we don't want to actually do that. That's unfair. That's bullshit. It's all a fucking gimmick. It's not really, you know. But again, it's coming from the people that are actually trying to get people to not vote, right? Just like there were people in in Arizona. With guns and body cams and camo on, like, what are you going to be camouflaged in a fucking
1: blacktop parking lot? You're great. What are you, what are you doing? It's nighttime. It's not, it's not not about protecting anything. It's about stealing away our democracy is what it's about. Again, if you really, if you really did believe in a, and I'll say it again, if you really did believe in a
2: fair and free election, you would not do these tactics Of suppressing, intimidating, denying elections; those are all things that a a liar or a cheat would do. If you know you can't win fairly, you're going to bitch and moan and complain about it and say, "Oh well, this isn't this is uh, we got to keep this open. We got to do this." Oh, there's a blah blah. It's nonstop. You've got Ted Cruz complaining about Arizona. Tony and I have talked about this. Arizona, it is it is it should be much quicker. These these
1: counting processes right. should be quicker, right? We should have a better we process. Sh- we should know we should know the Colorado, Nevada, and Arizona results. We right. should know exactly. This. But when you've got
2: Republicans like Ted Cruz complaining about Arizona, it's taking so long. Do you know who's the head of the fucking election board? It's a Republican. The, Maricop- the Maricopa County election board head is a fucking Republican. So don't come at me with that bullshit of saying Oh well, it's so unfair. This clearly is rigged. Are you? There's one Democrat, and the the three others are Republican. And the the head of that board is a Republican. So if you ever see someone online trying to bitch and moan about Arizona and say that it's a Democrat's fault, you can easily clap back and say it's a it's a right. a, a Republican controlled board. The head of the board is Republican. It has nothing to do with being a Democrat. It's because there are certain policies and procedures that were put in place by Republican-controlled legislators. So if anyone complains about that, you could just clap back and say that it's under Republican control
1: and leadership. So, well, you know, they can just fuck off like our next contestant. Right. Yeah, it's true. Nick, Nick, Nick Fuentes can just fuck all the way off.
2: Oh, um, cause, Nazi.
1: Because he said some crazy shit. He said some crazy shit in the past. But I actually believe that this uh, what he said is not. um that out of step for the Republican Party. This is a person who has had Marjorie Taylor Greene speak at their events. Um, mm-hmm. He's good friends with Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is now re-elected. Yeah. He, in- he he's made videos where he's like, "Oh my,
2: you know my yep. my friend is Marjorie Taylor Greene." Marjorie right. Taylor Greene's like, "I did this. I didn't know who these people were." Yeah, fuck, right,
1: right. You didn't. This guy is as best friends with Paul Gosar, um, who's a congressman right. from Arizona, uh, an insurrectionist. Paul Gozar is the one who wanted to overthrow our election. I wonder why. After we yeah. listened to this. also the one who. Shared the, violent images of uh, AOC. Right, right, absolutely. Well, we know who these people are, but yeah. I'm going to give you a little dose again of who Nifuentes is and their take on the 2022
3: midterm. Let's listen. But the point is, when you look at these things like uh, abortion, it's popular. People like abortion, hate it, but it's true. And you can thank the Jewish media for that. Abortion's popular. Sodomy's popular. You know, being gay is popular. Being a feminist is popular. Sex out of wedlock is popular. Contraceptives are, it's all popular. That's all, that's not to say it's good. That's not to say I like that. Popular means the people support it, which they do. And uh, and it sucks and it is what it is, but that's why we need uh, dictatorship. <laughs> that's unironically why we need to get rid of all that. We need to take control of the media or take control of the government and force the people to believe what we believe or force them to play by our rules and reshape the society.
1: And that is what they thought this election was going to be about. Mm -hmm. That is what every election is about to them. That's what their ideology is. And that's why Nick Fuentes worked his way on bonehead of the week. I don't know that we even need to go past Nick's own words here to describe why he's on bonehead of the week, do we? nope nope i mean look there he did it himself he did a he did a great job yeah he He did did a great job he
2: (laughs) he went out and he stumped for himself and he was excellent and here's the thing we could go through a long list of stuff where he's talked about baking cookies and relating it to uh the the genocide and holocaust of jewish people the guy is an anti-semite he's a racist he's a nazi he is this america first White nationalists, the same things that Matt Gates are a part of, Jim Jordan, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, all of the, fucking Ron DeSantis, all of these people, all of these people in the Republican Party feel this way. They believe in this thing. And that is why, even though, you know, more louder or, or loud voices are saying that, you know, Trump is is gone. He's got to move away. They're not the group that's actually representing this this uh this movement there are some people talking because they're trying to save face right now but you've got these other people that were re-elected into office that are going to push this the next handful of years
1: well thank you nick fuentes for giving us your nomination for bone of the week we have an alpha cuck though every week we do an alpha cuck mm-hmm. and a dishonorable mention who is our alpha cuck for this week is it uh Jesse Waters. Oh, yeah. Jesse Waters. What did Jesse? What did Jesse do?
2: Well, you know, in a a typical Republican misogynist fashion, uh, Jesse Waters Mm -hmm. decided to blame single women, single,
1: (laughs) independent, unmarried women. Do they have the right to vote? I mean, Jesse doesn't want them to, but do they have the right right to vote? They have the right to vote, and Jesse
2: is upset oh, that if fuck. you're unmarried, you're single, that you have the right to vote. He thinks that married women should, if they're married to men, I mean, he talks about it, He says it himself, which is completely asinine, but his argument is married women would understand their position and vote Republican. If we have more men
1: marrying these unmarried women then we'd have more Republican votes. Well, that's what he's showing in this graphic here right. in, this, in this exit poll. You can see it was a Fox News report on Jesse Waters fucking stupid TV show. And here it shows that um, the Republican numbers and the Democrat numbers and the one he's focused on more than anything is the unmarried women here at the top. Thirty one percent voted for Republicans, which actually uh, is. It makes me that 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 floors me that 31 percent voted for Republicans, but 68 percent voted for Democrats. Right. That's what he's really fucking upset about here is that 68 percent of unmarried women voted for Democrats. Now, I believe this is the view of Jesse Waters. What he's saying here, of course, he makes a joke about it, which is a sexist, misogynistic joke. Of course, Mm -hmm. it's coming from Jesse Waters. But. What he's really saying and what the Republicans are saying about this data is that the, the we should not let unmarried women vote because they don't have a husband to tell them who to vote for. Yeah. I really believe that's like like as soon as as soon as we found out that Gen X voted in droves, the immediate reaction. Gen Z. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. The, the excuse is Gen Z. We found out Gen Z voted in droves in this election. The first reaction from the right was, don't let them vote. And that's what Jesse Waters is doing here, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The, the unmarried women category, that demographic folks strongly against because they're not voting for Democrats. I don't believe they're voting against Republicans right. taking away their fucking rights. Right. So so when he sees that, what he's saying is, is, hey, Marry, Get married up. That way you have a husband to tell you what to do. Because listen Mm -hmm. to Listen to how he frames it, though. I'll, I'll let I'll let Jesse be the bonehead here.
4: Also, single women are breaking for Democrats by 30 points. And this makes sense when you think about how Democrat policies are designed to keep women single. But once women get married, they vote Republican. Married women, married men go for Republicans by double digits. But single women and voters under 40 have been captured by Democrats. So we need these ladies to get married. And it's time to fall in love and just settle down, guys. Go put a ring on it.
1: I'm sure all the guys out there are going to capture these unmarried women by listening to Jesse Waters. I mean, I don't know about you, but I feel like a lot of these single (laughs) (laughs) mega men... Men are you telling me that this clip may it has to make the room moist when someone's running, i mean right? look if i were if i was a woman and i oh was watching God. this clip i
2: would totally literally understand me. the misogynistic viewpoint that jesse waters has to say my oh, only value my is to vote republican and to do that i need to marry a man <laughs> and the the options out there are just, oh, my God, it is it is unbeatable. It's crazy. Right. The Rain. Rain. amount of Republican men who offer me something of value, who actually take interest in me, who actually care about what I say and what I believe in. Oh, my God. You wonder, Tony.
1: I wonder why there's not lines of people lining up behind our uh, at Fox News trying to marry Jesse Waters after this clip. Yeah. I can only I mean, I, I, only I imagine I, why that is the. <laughs> You know, we talked about it yesterday. You've got apps
2: like the right stuff and all and, and I want to also keep in mind that it's the right stuff
1: or the white stuff. I thought well, it was I think I think uh, they wanted to
2: call it the white I, stuff, I, I but then you. it I became the right okay. stuff. But it,
1: the, here, cool. here <laughs> here's also
2: what people need to remember is that there have been countless and I and I mean countless apps that were pro-Trump, pro-MAGA, pro-Republican dating apps that were created after Trump was uh was was elected into office okay there were literally one there was literally one with a logo where it's like got like a golden hair swoop kind of thing over like uh only trumpers or vote you know some some the, the names are um very creative but all of these apps they shut down within a matter of months i mean one maybe lasted a year but all of them shut down in no time Because they had the same problem that the right stuff has. Any dating app that is specifically focused, especially on politics, but I'm going to specifically say right wing political. uh, uh,
1: Are you uh, saying their views are toxic? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying
2: that when they when you've got people out there like I'm looking for just a good old fashioned American woman who makes me dinner and does this blah, 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 whatever. Or I have a woman who who knows her place and knows, like Marjorie Taylor Greene says, that they're of an inferior gender to men. You know, you've got Lauren Boebert saying similar stuff. All of these people who go onto these apps, they think that they want. They think they want an actual Republican man because they're like, oh, yeah, they hold American values. Yeah, fucking back the blue, all this shit, whatever, whatever. (laughs) I'm an independent woman. I will speak my mind. You can't tell me what to do. But as soon as they join... They start having these conversations with these people, and they find out that it's fucking toxic as fuck. They're probably getting, uh, you know, inappropriate messages. Probably way worse than what you'd probably find in like a Bumble or Tinder or something like that. Because hey, free speech, baby. We've to love fucking ding dongs all over this app, and so then they realize that right. That there's Republican, anything wrong with ding dongs, yeah, you, know, you know? Whatever, you know. To each their own. Whatever. But what I will say, well, I oh will God. say is that all of these right wing apps. Fail. The right stuff will fail anytime there is a pro Trump, pro right wing Republican dating app that is created. It fails in months. It is 100 like they are batting a thousand, which is pretty impressive. Honestly, they bat a thousand at this thing that says no woman actually within the Republican Party, at least wants to date a Republican man, especially when they walk into this dating app party and it's just a fucking sausage fest. Because you realize that the women who are in there leave and the only people left are men. So the men are just waiting around fucking. So uh, what are you up to? What's going on? They're just talking to
1: other dudes on there. <laughs> well, speaking of speaking of apps that are about to fail and fail within days, uh, that brings us to our dishonorable mention. This guy here. Mm. The Musk second, of second,
2: second week in a row. Is it really? He's he, was on mention? He, was, wow. he was on last he week. Wow,
1: he really fucking it up then.
2: Oh well, you know he 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 looked at it
1: last week and was like, "How do I how do I do even worse?" <laughs> like, it, it, do you think he saw the bone in and he's like, "Man, I really got to make it on there next week." Yeah, I want to. He's be like, the, "These are I the only the people DM. that are." That are that are sharing my face
2: <laughs> in a somewhat positive way, but not really.
1: Well, it happens that way. Uh, this is one of the best. I think uh, uh, Britt Mizellis from Midas Dutch made this uh, meme here. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it says, and for my next trick, watch as I make $44 billion disappear. Because that's truly what he's doing here. Is He is absolutely burning <laughs> cash like yeah. a motherfucker. And I think there was even a, a meeting that they had. And this is the reason why I... I really felt like he he deserved dishonorable mention when you said you're going to make him DM. Yeah, is because I guess in this meeting, he told them that, hey, I'm running out of fucking money. Twitter's mm-hmm. Twitter's running out of cash and bankruptcy is not out of the question. Like yeah. he said that he's like,
2: people. it's on the table. I'm considering it. We are in a situation because how when many ha- days has he owned this thing, though? Like like, like 14, 14 to 16 days, I think, because I think he so took it's over- t- at two I- weeks. I yeah, I I want to say he, he took over the this bitch in two weeks. The 28th, maybe the 26th oh of October. God. So in a 14 to 16 day range, this guy came in 44 billion, took the company private, forced people to work 14 hour days <laughs> to to fucking jam through a verification uh fix for bots and trolls and boy did it work right oh I wow mean, it was weird. something else so then really he did got it rid of the bots and, he, and trolls and they were like all right we're gonna launch this before the election and everyone myself included was like that's the dumbest fucking thing i've ever heard <laughs> then i guess maybe investors are like maybe want to hold off or maybe engineers are like we're not ready yet we haven't fully tested this thing that you told us to build in less than a week
1: And then they fucking dumped it election night, didn't they? They like it was like election, like election night.
2: uh, Like it was like they're like,
1: okay, now we're gonna do this. Yeah, they
2: boom, they did it. So then they dropped that, and then people are like, wait, 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 hold on. So anyone can buy it, and then they were like, well, we're also gonna include a double verification, which is a gray check mark that goes underneath your name. This is just really, which is dumb as shit. It's
1: so dumb. So then, within. 3 hours i think it was they I don't even think it, it was 3 hours they're like oh this is everyone hates this this is a really bad
2: idea R- well and elon's like i killed it so he kills it now everyone has the opportunity to become a verified blue check mark so no one can tell the difference
1: unless you know to click the check mark and say, oh, this person subscribed for it. Or so, what happens, listening. what happens though, when you allow someone to imitate brands like big, huge corporate brands yeah. I mean, that are got- worth a lot of money that would be able to give Elon? A lot of money in ad dollars. What right. happens when you do that? What they happens? might say,
2: go fuck yourself. And then they <laughs> leave the platform and they say, we're not going to do this because you're allowing everyone to imitate and impersonate us. And now we're losing our brand recognition. You've got Lockheed Martin. Somebody took over Lockheed or not took over. But the
1: but- Eli Lilly one I thought was the most was really damaging. Right. So that's the thing. At first, it was
2: like, we're just going to imitate Elon Musk. And then it shifted into malicious bad actors who were saying, okay, we're not goofing anymore. We're now going to make ourselves into legitimate companies. And we're going to say really bad things.
1: Can you, and can you impact. find that Eli, that Eli yeah, yeah. Mil, uh, Lily? let's, let's show everyone the Eli, because I think now it's the prime example of how, how, how Elon is going to tank Twitter. Now, I actually believe it'll survive in some form or fashion. The question is, is can whoever buys it for pennies on the dollar from Elon, because I think that's where he's going here, whoever acquires it from or whether it's like venture capitalist or or actual um, uh, like Jack Dorsey uh, Mm -hmm. takes it, um, you know, whether he actually buys it. It's unclear at this point, but I actually think someone's going to acquire it. That's where we're at. So then this. But the question is, can they revive it? Um, back from where they're at this yeah is, um, i mean like
2: you know if, if certain if if everyone wasn't fired and people didn't quit and all these things you possibly might be this is okay yeah but uh, you might possibly be able to recover this um knowing how to actually repair the the damage that's been done this right here is an example of cause and effect of what elon implemented what he decided he said this is the way that we fix it this is the way that it's done you guys got to build it. I don't care how long you have to work. You got to get it done, and we need to ship it
1: next week. Now you and can see what- you can see that this tweet was posted at one thirty six p.m. I'm not sure what time zone that is on 10 So yeah, this was posted yesterday. Now, if you look at the top, it says Eli uh, Lily and Company with the with the verified check, mm-hmm. um, and then the handle is at Eli and Co. And
2: remember so, that anyone with a verified check, because of what Elon did, they get one included in a verified column that people follow on Twitter or interact with on Twitter. And not only that, but they also get surfaced to the top as a higher priority. So anyone who right, pays, so $8, it's going to be boosted
1: more, is what right, you're saying. So
2: anyone who pays eight dollars gets a blue check mark. Nobody knows to click the check mark to know what the difference is between a someone who's actually of notable kind of status. Well, that status. would be the
1: only way to really look at this tweet yeah. and tell. Cause you've got to go, unless you, you gotta... knew, unless you knew Eli Lilly's specific handle, right. because some of the handles are parody and you can tell they're fake handles, mm-hmm. but this one specifically, it looks like the Eli Lilly handle. Now, what the tweet says is we are excited to announce insulin is free now, which is insanity. Because that actually wouldn't be a bad idea. Like that, that would wouldn't be, be a bad idea, right? To have but Eli Lilly is awesome. not going to do that. Eli Lilly is not going to do that. Now you can see the thing that really um, is put Eli Lilly in a bad situation is the numbers down here. It, there and there was just, a lot of that just at a lot of the time, right? And this is thirty three, and I think it got up to almost uh, ten thousand likes, right? Yeah. Now here's the trouble, it, and here's why Twitter is so effective. Right, and this is why we concentrate so much on Twitter because Twitter really is like the gateway uh, of information. Right, so when information drops on the internet, a lot of times it drops on Twitter first, and it it gets distributed throughout other social media networks. Um, a, a lot of journalists drop their stories on Twitter. A, a lot of companies drop announcements on Twitters, and the reason why is because it's instantaneous. It's a very easy way to make an announcement. At Facebook, kind of the same way, but it's it's just – it doesn't have the same effect as Twitter right. does. Now, the reason why this is so fucking dangerous, not the Eli Lilly thing, because I don't believe this is dangerous other than to Eli Lilly's brand. And they should yeah, yeah. sue – I think they should shoot, sue the fuck out of Elon for this. I mean the, real, the
2: real fix here, if they – I mean it also – it's a very interesting tactic too, right, uh, because you're claiming – that this brand said this thing and they're like we didn't say this thing but it looks like you guys said this thing now the way that if i mean it's a bit of a power move whoever did this because you force the price in the stock to go down this is the effect that was done at whenever this is 117 p.m eastern and this is real this is the real eli Yeah, yeah, yeah this is the actual market. publicly traded company and so if I really were Eli Lilly, I'd be like, oh, yeah, fuck, man. This, this person, this fake account, put us in a corner. Now, what they did was they said, oh, we're so sorry. This is a fake account. Actually, just follow us here. You can find out more information. Now, a lot of people started dragging Eli Lilly in the fucking comments. And they're like, if you're really sorry, you would do this. Or you wouldn't try to take advantage of people and charge them $300 plus. It's $12 in Canada why is it 300 in the US? It's right. the same fucking drug. So people were dragging them. And I'm like, yeah, fucking good. They should be dragged. I mean, it's what you're saying to-
1: is they didn't really they didn't have sympathy for Eli Lilly no, no, that no, they were parodied. It was that, hey, you fuck. You're sorry because someone fucked with your profitability. Right. That's what why they, you're sorry. You're not they, sorry to us. You're sorry that to yourself because it shows in the market value
2: right and they said on their they said in a tweet they said we apologize to those who have been served a misleading message from a fake lily account our official twitter account is at LilyPad." and so people were like oh well you know and they and again like i said they got dragged because they're like if you really are sorry then you wouldn't be fucking taking advantage in 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 making this drug that should be very in ineff- uh, cost of eff- you know cost effective for people or uh you should give them that you should you should give them something that is closer to what you're willing to charge in Canada. And I don't know what the regulation is. And obviously, Joe Biden and the Democrats are the only ones who actually want to help Americans by putting a cap on insulin uh, versus the Republicans who are like, yeah, gouge them, gouge them, gouge them, gouge them. Like that's literally what Republicans want. They want right. private. Capitalistic companies to gouge Americans. Well, that way they, they get profits and they
1: give them exactly. money to you know for their campaigns. But the, the 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 moral of the story is is that this guy, the dishonorable mention, is a yeah. fucking bonehead. Yep, he's a fucking bonehead, and he keeps doing boneheaded things. Keep it up, Elon. Keep it up because I'm questioning whether it's actually an operation because you called it the blue, the blue check ambush. I'm wondering if it's actual part of it. The part of it that's actually destroying Elon is designed to destroy Mm -hmm. Elon. Gabe Sanchez, we're at the point that we reveal the bonehead of the week for this edition. Who is our bonehead of the week for this edition? Well,
2: tiny hands down, it was Trump. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump wins the bonehead of the week. Tiny hands down. Oh, geez. tiny hands down. The guy. It wasn't even close. They started. They're like, do 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 do, and he just took off. Everyone was like, "Yep, bonehead." Trump
1: fucking sucks. Hundred percent bonehead. One hundred percent. So won. so when they voted, like. It can. He came out of the gate and he did not stop. Right? Yeah. Right. No. He he, kept going. Right. They were voting on in YouTube bo- on both Twitter voting. and YouTube. It he was got like more 80%. votes. He got more votes on the Bonehead poll than he received for his candidates in mm-hmm. the primaries, and that's are in the in midterms. That is why he's on the Bonehead of the week. Yep. Is because he lost big. <laughs> there was no red wave not now, only that but the reactions that he's oh had over the God. last couple of days where he's
2: what just openly admitting, on true social to this guy dude I don't know but like yesterday he openly admitted or whether it's true or not it's a big a no-no to what he's admitting to what he right. admitted to was telling the just forcing the FBI and U.S attorneys to go down and guarantee that Rick Scott and Ron DeSantis won their election in 2018. That might want to put up a couple alarms, like ding, 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 ding. <laughs> that crime, sounds illegal. Crime,
1: crime oh. alert. What well, you know for the law and order party, they sure do like to uh, uh tweet out our truth out or whatever the fuck it is that they do yeah. on fraud social, true uh, post their crimes. But you said here in a tweet, so we're gonna talk about Trump sending the FBI and uh, U.S. attorneys to steal the election for Ron DeSantis and Rick Scott. What the fuck? Because here is the. Here's the actual This is um, one of like eight, I think, that he sent but out this is the one where he's talking about right, right sending them, right? Because yep. this was a big long uh this is a big long tirade. This is a big long rant on true social. And and Fox News actually they played it. Maybe we should find the video. I think Jesse Waters played it. He played everything but this this post here where he's talking about how he directed the FBI and the U- U.S. attorneys to commit election interference. Here's what it says. And Donald <laughs> Trump, the Cheeto desk Q and honor typed this out on history. So this is real. I also, this is what he says. I also fixed his campaign. That's the words he used. I'm just reading what he typed out, which had completely fallen apart. I was all in for Ron, and he mean Ron DeSantis here, and he beat Gillum. Now, this is in 2018, the governor's race where Ron DeSantis beat Andrew Gillum. Mm-hmm. Now, you underlined the part that is the most important here. He said he goes on to say that Cheeto Dust Q and Honor goes on to say, but after the race, when votes were being stolen by the corrupt election process in Broward County, and Ron, meaning DeSantis, was going down by. Ten thousand votes a day going, or, excuse me, along with now Senator Rick Scott, I sent in the FBI and the U.S. attorneys and the ballot theft immediately ended just prior to them running out of the votes necessary to win. Now, Gabe, I am no. I'm no legal expert. I'm uh-huh. not an attorney. I really don't even know if this is um, real or not. Like if he's just bullshitting, but this, what he's saying on this post, whether it's real or not, what he's typing out is describing election interference, which is a crime. Yeah. This is uh, uh, n- a, <laughs> I mean, in the end, here's what he says at the end. I stopped his election from being stolen. Literally, he's saying that Gillum was going to win Broward County and mm. Donald Trump. I stopped Gillum. From I winning. stole
2: the election so that it couldn't be stolen from Ron DeSantis. Right. Scott. That is what That just so everyone understands what he's saying. He is openly whether this is true or not. He is openly <laughs> admitting to helping because it, it is questionable whether it's true, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. But either way, if you put this out there. You 100% are going to have people going, uh, we might want to look into that. Whether, again, it's true or not, or this can be backed up and validated. But the fact that somebody would openly admit and say, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I put government resources down to Florida to make sure that these two guys won seems a little bit sus and also
1: very much <laughs> a illegal. Little, no, a little? A little? little a bit little bit sus and a very much illegal. Now, I actually believe that Donald Trump is doing what he always does here. He actually is taking morsels of what is true, right? Mm -hmm. Little crumbs of truth, (laughs) and he's building this bullshit narrative around it, right? So he's lying his ass off here. Now, there may be some truth in that he went to people and said, hey, can we get the FBI and the United States attorney to go make sure? And somebody might have said, yeah, sure, we'll do that. We'll do that. Right? Or they said, you cannot do that. That is fucking illegal. Like that is election interference, though. Everyone involved will go to fucking prison. Right. Right. So like, (laughs) but I believe so. There's some morsels of facts in there. And the the main morsel of fact is that this guy has no problem interfering in elections like he did in Georgia. Mm-hmm. He has no problem in interfering in elections like he tried with Rudy Giuliani in Arizona with Rusty Bowers. He has no problem doing that. He is openly admitting maybe not to crimes that were committed because who knows if he's telling the truth. You yeah. really can't tell at this point, but he is openly admitting that he is willing to use any means necessary to interfere in. In a, in a free and fair election, even all the way back to 2018. And that is the most important part. Right. This happened in 2018. This is not after 2020 or during 2020. And this, this is, is prior to that. He and, 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 was willing to steal elections.
2: Right. And the full context of this is Trump is attacking DeSantis. He's going after DeSantis because he sees DeSantis as a threat to him running for president, right? He wants to make Absolutely. an announcement next Tuesday on November 15th. Right and he wants to say I'm running for fucking president again everybody la 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 I've been teasing the whole time now I'm going to run now he goes after Ron DeSantis I guess he's trying to spread a bunch of rumors there's a, a Rolling Stone article that covered uh Donald Trump and even then even then I was talking to Tony last night because he didn't know about this and I was like even Rolling, Rolling Stone was Stone, like, yeah, they were like, uh, we can't put any of this stuff that you're claiming <laughs> you, in print.
1: You know, like, we don't know if it's true and we don't want to really touch that shit with a 10 foot pole. Right. So and we're it's not got gonna- to be because of slander libel and everything else. Oh, because, yeah. because like we don't want to Rolling Stone get can't confirm any of the shit that Donald Trump's saying. And probably because half of it is just fucking lies. Right. Speaking of lies, look at these two. Hey, Jesse mm. Waters, Jesse Waters was on Bone of the Week, oh, too. Look. And then Kellyanne Conway, I'm surprised she hasn't made it on Bone of the Week more often. But here they, they, they're talking about, again, the messages that the feud between DeSantis and Trump, <laughs> they conveniently leave out the post that we just showed you, though, where he's talking about election crime. But let's mm-hmm. listen to these boneheads.
4: All right. So here's a statement from, from former President Donald Trump. And this is a scorcher. right it, Ron DeSantis. Oh, my God. A classic. Fox is all in for Governor Ron DeSanctimonious, an average Republican governor with great public relations who didn't have to close up his state, but did, unlike other Republican governors whose overall numbers for a Republican were just average, middle of the pack, including COVID, and who has the advantage of sunshine, where people from badly run states up north would go no matter who the governor was, just like I did. When I endorsed him... (laughs) It was as though, to use a bad term, a nuclear weapon went off. And then I got Ron by the star of the Democrat Party, Andrew Gillum, who was later revealed to be a crackhead, by having two <laughs> massive rallies with tens of thousands of people at each one. I also fixed his campaign, which had completely fallen apart. And now Ron DeSanctimonious is playing games. The fake news asks him if he's going to run if President Trump runs. And he says, I'm only focused on the governor's race. I'm not looking into the future. Well, in terms of loyalty and class, that's really not the right answer.
1: Did you catch all of that, Gay? Because I know that
2: was just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Not and only that, this honestly makes me feel like this is Donald Trump going, dear diary. <laughs> today, Ron DeSantis was really mean to me. And now I'm going to call him Ron DeSanctimonious. And oh, what people really want to know is how much of a loser he is. That is what Trump is doing. Right. Trump is literally writing in his diary
1: because nobody is on fucking true social that really matters. <laughs> do okay? you remember? Do you remember the scene from is it Mean Girls? Is that what that where where they yeah, have? She's the like, You're the a ugly bitch, that one. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> yeah they cut the fucking picture yeah. out. It's almost like Bonehead where they cut the picture out. you ear. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Perfect. Oh she's a yeah, uh, it's all it's of perfect. these rumors. All of that these that is exactly what he's doing. That is exactly it what he's doing. Someone 100%. please make a parody. I, I, I.
2: As I was hearing that, I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta contact John Walsh and tell him to do this. Yes,
1: he should. And he so he was. should make a video about this. So let's listen to Kellyanne's response here, though, to the absolute word salad that Jesse Waters just had to read live on air.
4: Your reaction, Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> I guess Truth Social doesn't have the two hundred and eighty character limit. Um, <laughs> All right,
1: so here, <laughs> that's that's her official response. Gabe Sanchez is wow, he talks way too much. Like literally, yeah. that's her response as he talks way too much. I actually, I actually believe that this, that this meltdown that we're yeah. witnessing between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump and the that the fighting that Donald Trump won once here is that Ron DeSantis collected a lot of political capital in the midterm. He collected yep. a lot of it. And Donald Trump wasted a shit ton of political capital on, on really dumb motherfuckers like Herschel Walker, Dr. Oz, Carrie Lake, even JD Vance, Mastriano, um, Blake, Blake masters, Blake masters uh, Fincham. I mean, they, he lost so fucking big on the night in the midterms. And Ron DeSantis was really the biggest red wave that there was but it wasn't surprising in florida he's been able to gerrymander he's been able to do things as governor to make sure he's going to win to make sure that it stayed red and florida is red i mean i think we all have to come to terms with it's yeah. red it's not going to flip blue until there's a lot of things that happen in that well, state uh, yeah Here, here's the thing i do believe that many of these states are blue
2: i believe that many of these people support what democrats are actually putting forward. However, Again, if you've got a team that, uh, has control to make new rules or, you know, I think there were four new seats that were included, or is that one of those four new seats, including in Florida. Right. And if you're that, you know, you're, if you're cutting new districts and laying new lines and saying, well, Democrats won this last time. So in order to remove that seat from them, we need to cut this up and rearrange it. Like you've got Texas shit, like, uh,
1: You've got Dan Crenshaw. His thing looks like a fucking arc. Like, well, it it goes- looks like an eye patch. Dan Crenshaw's uh, right. looks like an eye patch. But here's here's the thing: is that I believe the reason why Donald Trump is the bonehead of the week and why he's freaking out so much is because Ron DeSantis is really stealing his mantle here without much without much effort, and yeah. that is what is terrifying Donald Trump. And he's doing what Donald Trump always does: is throw a fucking baby fit. That is exactly mm-hmm. what he's doing. That's why he's the bone of the week. So, Gabe, let's give the bone of the week. Donald J. Trump, the Cheeto dust Q and honor, his due. <laughs> yeah. Cheeto does QAnon, oh. bone end of the week.
2: You can always you can always guarantee like you always count on, count, on you count on him. Donald you Trump, count on him. who is
1: broke. Also but broken. He's Donald broken. Trump is broke and broken. He's lost his party. He's lost his party. He's lost Mm -hmm. his party. And if you want to participate in Bonehead of the Week every single Friday, come here to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Also, we're going to be playing a shortened version on Midas Touch Network every single Friday. So don't forget to vote. How do we vote, Gabe? You go to the Tony Michaels Podcast YouTube channel. Click that community tab. It'll be there every Thursday to vote for Bonehead of the Week. Also, you can go follow us on Twitter at Tony Michaels Pod. You can also download Bonehead of the Week, the online. Audio version Every single Sunday on Apple, Spotify, Google. Don't forget to leave us a great review while you're subscribing to your favorite directory of the Tony Michaels podcast. Gabe, this has been a great, great edition of Bone End of the Week. But I do want to say one more thing before we go, because Ron DeSantis kind of slipped in here on the opposite side of this bonehead of the week. So I want to give everyone the opportunity to take a look at this mm. design. Ron DeSantis can go fuck himself. Go to store.dtonymichaels.com. That's store.dtonymichaels.com to grab your Ron DeSantis can go fuck himself merch. Everyone, until next week, this has been bonehead of the week. Everyone on the podcast, stick around. We got a few announcements. Otherwise, Bonehead of the week. <laughs> Bonehead of the Week. Everyone loves Bonehead of the Week. And we've been going a little long on Fridays because of Bonehead of the Week, but we don't mm-hmm. really mind that too much. There's just so much to talk about right now. Gabe, I asked yesterday if we were going to be taking a Thanksgiving break. I think we're going to do that. Okay. I think we've decided that we're going to take Thursday and Ooh. Friday off for Thanksgiving, and then we'll we'll be announcing what our Christmas schedule and our New Year's yeah. schedule will look like. We'll take some That's of those good, holidays off. I'm gonna need a day to
2: just kind of sit the food off, you know. Right, right. I just gotta relax, not do anything, right?
1: Gluttony, you know. Right. So so we will not we because we all have Thursday and Friday off, we will not do a bonehead that week, unfortunately, but we will have it back the very next week. We will have it back the very next week. And then we'll we'll work on the Christmas schedule as well mm-hmm. to let you guys know that. So we will be out the Thursday and Friday of Thanksgiving, but we got a few more weeks before that gets here and we got some more counting to do. And Gabe, I am super, super excited about the possibility that the universe is going to line up the story that I suggested days ago where that control of the house comes down to one seat and it will be Lauren Boebert losing that makes Nancy Pelosi, I hope so. the speaker that I cannot wait. I hope this plays out just that way. Not only will I be correct, but oh my God, can you imagine for years to come? I I will be able to talk about how Lauren Boebert delivered us, <laughs> delivered us speaker of the house, Nancy Pelosi. It'll be fantastic. So everyone keep your eye on the counts this week or this weekend. Stay with the election. Mm-hmm. There's going to be more votes dropped. There's probably going to be some more races called. Everything is going the way it needs to go for at least whichever party to have control by one, maybe two votes in the house. So this is why it is so important that you lean into (coughs) democracy, that you encourage people to vote and that you vote yourself is because every single vote counts, every single race matters. And we will see that play out next week here. And hopefully Arizona and Nevada work out to where um, this runoff is just, you know, just something that we got to go through, right? We got to do so. So everyone have a great weekend. Stay safe. Same time, same place Next week, you know where to go YouTube, Twitter, Twitch Noon, Eastern, 11, Central, 9, Pacific And simulcasting from Facebook Until then, surf set, motherfuckers Murphy's Muleborne, head ass speaking.